0: This month on the Cartridge Club.
1: Okay, howdy. You know what? I just realized I did not prepare for this at all.
0: Hey, nothing's changed, Richard. It's
1: been a while, <laughs> but nothing, absolutely nothing has changed. Mm-hmm.
0: And then there's this Belmont family. Yeah. They don't like them. That is true. They got a whip. He ain't lying. Whip them up.
2: Um, well, uh, t- t- to be honest, when I was younger, I didn't really understand. I, ju- I was a little brown guy, uh, whipping <laughs> other things that were not the same color as me. Um, well, that actually sounds a lot worse. Than wow.
3: I <out>.
4: Hello, gamers, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Cartridge Club. If you're new to the club, I'll quickly explain what we are. The Cartridge Club is a community of content creators and gamers of all generations. I'm Sean, or Player1, and along with my brother Mark, or Player2, we host a monthly book club for gamers. We pick a game and invite everyone in the club to play along, and then select three people to come on this show and discuss the game everyone played. This show will contain heavy spoilers. You have been warned. Without further ado, Let's meet our panel this month. First up, returning guest, uh, one of the founding fathers of the Cartridge Club, and uh, possibly my brother's favorite member of the club, outside of himself, we have the one and only Rambox. Thanks for coming back, Rambox.
0: Hey, guys. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yes. Too long. Too long. Yep.
1: So and just for uh, the record, I like Rambox way more than myself.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you couldn't. <laughs> so every show is somebody's first show, Richard. So, assuming they haven't heard you on before, why don't you let them know uh, who you are and where else they can find you?
0: Uh, Rambox is my title. Richard's my name. I've been around here for quite a while. I uh, used to do YouTube. <laughs> used <Yeah>. to. <laughs> Those are the days. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, back when everybody used to do YouTube. Uh, now you can just find me over at the Retro Fandango podcast. I co-host that with uh, Buried on Mars. We post episodes every Wednesday when we feel like it, and it, topics range from games, movies, you know, all the typical geek culture stuff. That's about it. Film I've
4: Dango. Yeah, days. you guys started a new series called Retro Film Dango, and very. Uh, hey,
0: Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> <laughs> Six o'clock in the morning, I'll do that to you. Yeah, okay. recently we we branched out. Well, we used to do this thing where we had our, our regular shows, and we we called them DeVitos. And then we had these super powerhouse episodes where we were talking about uh, movies, like we'd take a franchise, and we'd talk about all the Aliens movies and then talk about games and stuff related to that and uh, just recently we decided, you know, we were going to scrap that formula and branch off a, a whole separate podcast just for movie talk so we can try to get through it a little bit faster. You know, not necessarily take an entire franchise anymore because there are always some stinkers in those things. So <laughs> That is true. So, yeah, uh, we've got our movie episodes, the film dangos, and then just our re- regular games and general discussion and a fandango.
4: If, uh, if you're listening to this and you are a fan of movies at all, definitely, definitely check out those Film Dango episodes. You don't want to miss them. Uh, they are some of the best podcasting that I've heard in a, in a very long time. And, and they managed to do it without spoiling the shows, which is what blows me away. They actually, uh, I'm a big fan of musicals. and their first, their inaugural episode, they covered a, a musical called Sing, that I or Sing Street, sorry, that I hadn't heard of. Uh, and I instantly went out and watched it after hearing Richard talk about it and uh, and Kevin talk about it. And it was, it was a, a fantastic film, so... Uh, it's a great opportunity to to get some movie love in your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if you want a really uh, interesting, mind bending one, check out the latest Halloween episode because we had a special guest on and uh, <laughs> there was quite a film we talked <laughs> about there.
1: Yeah. I heard the, the post chat for, uh, I think it was a completely different film. <laughs> sounds like uh, you could do a whole nother episode by the sounds
0: of things. <laughs> uh, it, 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 I can't say anything.
3: Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Excellent. So yeah, you will have
0: life-lasting scars. What <laughs> everybody looks for in a good is. show. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> so that's one of our three panels panelists this month. Uh, next up, we have a, a, a gentleman who we first heard of on the Rad Rascals podcast, I believe it was geez um, how long
5: ago was it <laughs> that long ago <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back. uh
4: from twitter we have darrow darren i was gonna call you darrow
5: <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't matter
4: Darren or darwin
5: it doesn't matter which one it is hello hello how hello. are you guys doing, doing uh, well man. i'm on i'm on twitter and am um, basically i'm also a co-host of the united kingdom podcast that I actually started doing after i was guest on the rad rascals i've been doing it for like over five years now. And I always just really do it every couple of months now when we just have games to talk about, it do it with a guy called Dennis Poirier and a guy called Derek Carston who are from America and Canada respectively.
1: Nice.
4: Those are two of the three best countries in North America. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, like long, it was, I can't remember even how long ago it was now, years now. We, we heard your name on Rad Rascals. And Mark actually mentioned that he, he, he might have remembered you from the Pete's Game Room forums. So, you've been I into so. gaming for a very long time.
5: Yeah, I used to be in Pete's Game Room form as well for a long time as well. And um, as I used to do, do GameSpot beforehand, like I started doing video blogs back in 2006. And GameSpot wow. and that's where like it got introduced to a bunch of people and I've known like Dennis who's like one of my co-hosts for like, pretty much 11 years now so I have and then I went, and went over to um, for Gaming Forum after you know, the whole Gershman Gate thing happened in GameSpot and everyone pretty much left um, GameSpot after it and then I met a few new guys there like Ben and you know Andy and people like that from, and then joined the you know the Rad Vascos podcast and afterwards uh just started my own podcast then because of it
4: that's awesome excellent i can't wait to hear your thoughts on this month's game i love when somebody comes in who who has so much experience talking about games because uh that's true they always have more they always have a lot to add
5: well i have a lot to say about this game because it's a very
4: special game in my heart (laughs) i know i can't wait for our next panelist to tell us what he thinks as well (laughs) uh so next up and rounding out our panel this month We have probably the most criminally undersubscribed YouTube channel uh, in existence. Uh, A a gentleman whose talent uh, is much greater than my own uh, in almost all (laughs) respects. Um, And uh, so he goes by the BG Elucidator, and I'm certain I'm pronouncing that wrong. Uh, No, you're you're right. That's right. uh Nailed it. I can't say (laughs) Mario, but I can say Elucidator. (laughs) (laughs) Alan, thanks for joining us. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Thank you. So, uh, tell it, let tell everybody about your YouTube channel and tell them uh, a little bit about your background because uh, you you have you clearly have a talent and it's not just I don't imagine it's just from from puttering around on your own. Um, I uh, my YouTube channel is uh, of course uh, VG
2: Illustrator. Twitter handle is all VG Illustrator. Um, and basically, what I do is I find something in a game, uh, whether it be a character, monster, uh, items, a uh, land. Uh, landmarks, uh, landscapes, sceneries, whatever. And I try to figure out what inspired the game designer or the artist to uh, make it the way that it is. And then I just sort of compare the two. OK, well, this is the inspiration. This is what actually came out. How well does it match up? Um, a couple of particular instances where people think that it's extremely accurate is my one of my favorite series of, of The Witcher, uh, in which case they're actually not very accurate at all. At all. Um, and it's just kind of funny because the way that the game kind of presents itself would make you think that it is. Um, So (laughs) that's sort of what what I do. Um, I also do some uh, digital art, and I'll I'll kind of just scribble and uh, put that stuff up sometimes just to kind of fill in gaps. And then I also have another little show I call Little Bits, where it's just sort of, it's not a a regular gaming deconstructed episode. Um, I've been kind of filling it in with uh, game reviews lately, Uh, one of which, actually one of my first ones was... uh, this One right here, and uh, I've We're already not talk about my that my opinion <laughs> on that, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that later.
1: We'll just move on. We're not even going to be talking about
4: that, so <laughs> <laughs> that uh, I watched that uh, that this month, and uh, as I was watching it, I was thinking this podcast is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: you gotta have somebody with a different point of view. If everyone was all saying, Yeah, it's great, then uh, you know,
4: yeah, I like it. And you know what, in the middle yeah. of uh, my stretch to beat it, uh, I have a little Twitter chat with my brother. And another friend of ours, and in the middle of it, I I echoed a lot of your sentiments. (laughs) Sure did. But uh, I'm going to turn things over to my brother, speaking of him, and he's going to let everybody know what game we've been playing this month.
1: You know what? I just realized I did not prepare for this at all. Hey, nothing's changed, Richard. It's been a while, <laughs> but nothing, absolutely nothing has changed. This month, though, I'm sure everybody can figure out because it's, it's Halloween. So, of course, we're going to be playing Castlevania Four for the Super Nintendo and the Super Nintendo Classic, which is what I played it on. <laughs> that's See the only two here? consoles it's ever been released on, though. Is that true? No, I've been able to look that up. It's, it was released on the Wii Virtual Console as well. I'll yeah. take it. I'll take it. All right. So the Wii Virtual Console. Wow. So it's actually kind of hard to get. I never thought about it till right now. Unless you're going to emulate it. You got to play it on one of those three things. That's crazy. Does anybody else think this is crazy? <laughs> anyway, let's move on. This was, made, <laughs> this was made by Konami. Came out in 1991. Everywhere except for uh, uh, Europe, which came out in 92. So I guess that does apply to one of our, I guess, actually. We yeah, um, get screwed. Yeah. Back in the day, <laughs> to, so we did. I'm sorry to hear it, dude. Um, because we always used to complain about it getting late, and we were in North America. You guys got really boned, though. That's that's rough. Um, I noticed you have the director here, uh, Sean. Who is Masahiro Yuino to you? He uh he directed Super Castlevania four. Um. Uh,
4: okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's uh, what he's known for. Okay, cool. Yeah. His his name is on <laughs> on the Wikipedia page. Okay, cool. That works. Can't even click on it. Wow, it's one of those. I put it All in right. there because it's it's not Igarashi, so I thought it was interesting to point out that this isn't one of Igarashi's games, who most people associate with Castlevania. True, but I
1: don't think he started till
3: Symphony. Yeah, wasn't that, that his on. first one?
4: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so.
1: All right. So uh, yeah, series Castlevania. Love it. Um, this is a it's, a... it's an action platformer is the best way to describe this game. It's known for its difficulty. The Castlevania series is known for being hard. It's known for using gothic, you know, uh, monsters from, from, you know, uh, Dracula, Frankenstein, Medusa, all these types of characters, and uh, this game is no different. But anyway, this is not my first time playing through... Um, I played through this way back in the day when it originally came. Probably not when it first launched, but shortly thereafter. Um, and I I guess it's been a while since I've played through it again. Let me just think. Yeah. But not my first time through. How about you guys? Is this your first time playing it? And why don't you tell me a bit of memories about the first time you played through it? I'm going to start with Rambox. Was this your first time playing Rambox?
0: Nope, I played this game. Sh- I don't know, five, six years ago, something like that. Okay, when I was getting to the whole uh, you know, collecting, obsessing, hoarding <laughs> phase, and this was one of the ones you had to get, right? It was, but uh, yeah. it, it's not as hard to find, I imagine it, it costs a bit more in North America. The Japanese version is it's pretty easy to find and not that expensive at all. So, I, I played. Threw it, I guess, when I got it. Who knows? I'm on the shelf for a few years, and then you dust it sure. off. But uh, when I sat down to play it, I loved it. I thought it was great. You know, I I, I was uh, whipping things. I was uh, fighting mer people and bats and, and flying Medusa heads, and things were spinning around. It was great. Sounds um, perfect. And I hadn't touched it since then. I always had this really strong memory of it. And then I, you know, I... I like a like a parent I, I go to play it and then something happens and then i used to go to play it again and something happens and finally last night i was able to sit down and nice. play this thing
1: just last night I put it on
0: yeah and then i put it on and you know that you know you, the the scroll the the story goes up and then the <laughs> computer walks you onto the screen right and then right there is when i get a scream from the other room saying oh, oh i spilled something all right pause my first button of the game, pause.
3: <laughs> Run Dad out life. to
0: clean up a bowl of noodles that's all over the floor and all over the chair and everything. And I finally got back to sit there and playing it. And then, you know, I, I started feeling all the, the memories come back. I was like, yeah, I remember this. I remember that. I remembered it a little more exciting, but, you know, I remember oh. it. And <laughs> so, yeah, I, I messed around with it last night. I was playing the game and... Uh, my, my opinion is not exactly the same as it was. Oh, my years goodness.
1: Ago. Me and Darren are going to be up against the wall here. All right. What about your previous history? Is this your first Castlevania?
5: Uh, no, it's not.
1: No, it's not. Oh, my sorry, dude. Sorry, sorry. I, I thought I, you were talking. That was my bad because I, I said your name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, Richard.
0: Uh, back to you, Richard.
1: Was oh, it was? This your...
0: Yeah.
3: I'm sorry, so confused.
0: Richard.
1: Yeah, it's early. I'm so sorry. I messed everybody up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I think but, I played one of those Game Boy advance ones uh, many years ago. Um, I played it on an airplane, so I don't remember much. but this this I consider this pretty much the only Castlevania game that I've really played cause It's the only one I remember.
1: okay. Wow. So the only Castlevania experience from this one, that's fascinating. Okay, Darren, I am gonna switch it over to you now. Is this your first time playing through? I think you already no, confirmed it is not. No, but tell us about not. your first.
5: Uh, well, I first played it back when it, around the time it came out in the 90s, though, when I got my SNES, though, and I just, you know, I played the original Castlevania and in, in, in the Nintendo, and it was a very hard game. And I just remember playing this one and, you know, going through it and just, like, having a blast and just loving the music and, yeah. you know, going through different levels and fighting all, like, you know, the monsters, like, you know, Frank Mon- Frankenstein's monster, uh, Medusa, Dracula, and all, like, the various different, you know, gothic creatures you come across um the i only played there again a few weeks ago again i was like the first time i think in like 10 years nice. since i played it because the last time i remember doing it I actually did a playthrough of it and put it on my GameSpot channel back in the day and i remember doing so good at it and then just got to um the infamous b2 level which i'll talk about <laughs> later yeah, and getting boned in it and for some <laughs> reason once again i got to that level and got boned in it several times again yeah and it's just that it was just an absolute bitch though and like i absolutely like this is my favorite castlevania game so it is i i'm, a, I'm actually a big fan of the series so i've played most of them pretty much nice. and i like most of them i like you know even like the ones that everyone else seems to hate like the lords of shadow series Oh, I like I them know. as well, so yeah, I'm a big fan of the series. So I'm with you on Just that. that I,
4: uh, Mirror of Fate, there on the 3DS. I don't know if that's one of the ones you enjoyed, but I really enjoyed uh, Lords of Shadow: Mirror of Fate, and I know that that didn't get a lot of love.
5: I I, I do like it though, but um, but compared to like the other you know handheld Castlevania games, it's not the best though. But I do like it though. It's not like you know horrible now. Mm.
1: Yeah, I tried that one. I I'm on the opposite end. Um, because i like uh like good platforming games um so darren uh would you say that this still holds up if you were to compare to the all the other castles would you say that hey, this is in like the top three
5: well for me personally yes yeah. so but in one nice. yeah like i said it's my favorite castlevania game though but as i say, i i remember being better at it though yeah, like I remember going through the game like easily enough, like for the most part and going through it like, you know, with it in a few layers. But then like I think of, every time I go through the game, I seem to get worse and worse. That's, <laughs> that's what age does to you,
1: I guess. Yeah, maybe that bust out level. That was my first game over this time through, too. So don't feel too bad, man. All right. Um, I will jump over to Alan. Was this your first time playing through? What's your history with it? Um, no, this wasn't my
2: first Castlevania. Uh, actually, when I was a kid, my my dad, he bought this for really cheap. He got a Nintendo and literally this huge box of like uh, where you'd have a bunch of copy paper just nice. stacked with NES games. And uh, cool. among them was the original Castlevania. Uh, so I actually I've grown up with the series and I played just about all of them, uh, I think, except for some of the more obscure ones. And I think that's about it. But I never actually played this one uh, up until this this month, as a matter of fact. Wow! Um, So this is my first experience with with uh, this particular Castlevania.
1: That's cool. It'll be cool to hear a fresh take on someone who just recently fell in love with the game. That sounds. That's going to be awesome. So I'm looking forward to hearing that. Uh, All right. Love love is
2: a strong
3: word. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: oh uh, no i've seen your review i know how how high how much high pray all right let's move on um with that said oh sorry p1 you do you remember playing this as a kid we used to rent this from ambassador video i don't know if you remember that
4: i do remember playing it as a kid and you and i actually live streamed uh with my retron 5 this is one of three oh, yeah. games that i have played in the retron 5 that i absolutely had to have for all of the retro games i wanted to play on my HDTV um this is one of the three that got played here. um <laughs> yeah <but> we, <laughs> we sat together one day uh here at the house and we played through it uh and we got to dracula's castle i don't believe we beat it but that was a good day we ate a bunch of power cookies and played yeah, some castlevania and i think we streamed it i'm not 100 on the stream portion
1: we did steven was yeah. there yes
4: yes we were that's there. right yeah so i remember this that one- and, I, and you know what i remember enjoying it then probably because you did all the hard parts um <laughs> And I remember liking it as a kid, and so I was really excited. Uh, this synced up really well with the, my purchase of the Super Nintendo Classic, so I was stoked to play it on that. Uh, it was the f- it was the second game I played. Uh, I played Star Fox first. Wow, that was a mistake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, study. <laughs> yeah, hashtag games that will never be on the show. And, uh, the <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, yeah, so then I put Super Castlevania in. Uh, And I use the save states just. um, I find it the way for me work and uh, my my game time is limited, so I uh, I use save states and I don't care. I'm not I'm not ashamed. Uh, But I I didn't uh, enjoy as much this time as I did last time. Um, A lot of things. I don't know how I missed it the first time. Just things that I feel like I should have noticed that I didn't. Uh, Maybe it was the power cookies. Maybe it was the brotherly love. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into yeah maybe. We made it to uh,
1: the Lance skeleton guy almost at the end there. That's as far as we made it. It was also when we realized that there was a delay. We didn't know if it was the Retro 5
4: or if it was your TV. Now, was, were you
1: playing on that same TV this time?
4: No, I played on uh, – okay. I have a small TV to sure. that I take on the ship with me, and it's uh, that's what I was playing on. That small TV has no delay. That is a good TV.
1: With that said, that is our experiences, first experiences with Castlevania 4. Let's get into the game itself. We're going to start by talking about the story. Now, we have this beautiful scroll here written out. Um, We're going to get Richard. Richard, why don't you go ahead and give us sort of a a little sum up of this story? Because I did not
0: read this when I first played. (laughs) What makes you assume I did?
1: (laughs) Uh, I saw it. That's okay. I feel like you can do it. And if you can't, you can make something up.
0: <laughs> okay, here's what I got from it. Okay. Um, there's this guy, Dracula, right? Yeah. He's a bad dude. He's a bad Comes guy. Comes out, starts spreading evil. Mm-hmm. And then there's this Belmont family. Yeah. They don't like him. That is true. They got a whip. He ain't lying. Whip him up. <laughs> yeah. um, every hundred years or so. Uh, good. The power of good uh, gets weak. That's what's up. It, it just gets weak, and at this time, Dracula gets stronger. Word. Comes out, flies around, the lightning bolt hit the tombstone. Oh snap! And uh, apparently, the the weak humans at this point, at their weakest moment, you know, <laughs> good is at its weakest moment. That's when they decide, we're going to the castle. We're going to take them on. Ah. We could wait, you know, till next year when we're a little bit stronger. <laughs> no, we're gonna go now at our weakest moment, and we're gonna why take
1: would out. Do, Why would they do
0: that? Yeah, was, uh, all right, we're, we're weak right now. Next week we're gonna be feeling better. We could go that. but <laughs> the no. forces of good mysteriously become weak. <laughs> we gotta we gotta whip him up. <laughs> you know what? We, get weak. we get weak. So I guess that's the underdog story. You're supposed to feel better for him because he's at his yeah. weakest state when he goes in there. I don't know. I, I would wait. Maybe grab a friend, you know, Let's go inside. This
1: is your classic so, Cinderella story right here. This is...
0: That's it. That's <laughs> Castlevania. You go into a big castle, you start whipping zombies and Frankensteins, and then you get to Dracula, you whip mm-hmm. him some more, collect a bunch of hearts that I still don't know what they do. <laughs> get in there and uh, fight it. the bad guy. That's it. It's you a simple it. good versus bad.
2: Yep, I kind, of, so I kind of feel like um, whoever wrote the script out for this, the story and everything, they, they let yeah. their eight-year-old son review it. And they're like, well, let's just throw in a couple <laughs> mysterious. Yeah, but but why? Yeah, no, yeah. just, just mysterious. Leave it there. <laughs> Makes it better, it's yeah, yeah. Really,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this, this sounds bad. Oh, sinister is a good word they put in there, too. Um, what matters most from the story, I think, is that it's humans that summon
4: Dracula back. Humans. That is crazy to me.
1: Why would they do that?
4: I don't know. Why do like, want to? Go ahead. I like that they point out that most of the Belmonts live normal lives. Uh, <laughs> most of the Belmonts, they don't encounter monsters. Greg Belmont, he's just down there working at the grocery store. But he's Man, still I'm passing on the, on the secrets the
2: of the family, though. <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. He's, he's back in groceries while also like throwing crosses and knives and ripping things to get closer to the
1: checkout. Yeah. yeah. He's the coolest <laughs> grocer or beggar at the store for sure. Everybody lines up for him. <laughs> Comes with free holy water every purchase. That's amazing. Where does he keep <laughs> getting them from? Nobody knows. Um and candles so, Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He just sells candles. That's the specialty while he's there. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's something else I wanted to mention about the Belmonts. Oh, wouldn't it be cool to have a modern day? castlevania like what like because surely the belmonts are still alive and around now because dracula keeps coming why don't we have a modern day sort of uh well lords of shadow 2 tried that and it just didn't really pan out well. terrible, terrible. but they could do like uh i mean
4: anyway i guess wasn't, that's another discussion for wasn't, another. Time. Uh, the ds games based in the future that was modern day wasn't it well yeah. the recent one
2: was like 2007 yeah, but... 20 or something like, it was in the 2000s but it still set was in the
1: castle it wasn't like right in, right that's what I'm like saying a, there's no like modern day like he's he's not like a CSI cop you know it's you like want, <laughs> you want GTA Belmont you <laughs> <laughs> well no <laughs> but sort of you know in a modern day setting you know maybe he'll have a gun I don't know I I guess the order would be the closest to, no because the order is back so anyway I'm moving so on what guns CSI yeah, is yeah that is true Someone did have guns. All right, let's move on. Um, anybody else want to comment on the story? I mean, it's very classic Castlevania. There isn't a whole lot new or different here. If you've seen the Netflix series, you 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 pretty much get the story, um, except there's less in this one. Um, P, uh, Sean P1, is there anything you wanted to add to the story? I know Richard covered it pretty good there. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, Darren, how about you? Is there what do you expect from a Castlevania story? Do you feel like this fulfilled it? Do you care? Do you need it?
5: Not really. It's like I said it's just early Danny's games though. Don't really have much of a story though, just like of course just classic good versus evil, Belmont versus Dracula, and that's pretty much the crux of a Castlevania series, pretty much.
4: Yeah. I think, I think um, you meant to say slightly weaker good versus evil. <laughs> <laughs> slightly weaker good versus stronger evil.
1: Man, that is mysterious. Um All right. Uh, Alan, why don't you tell us about... We're going to get into the characters now. There's not that many of them. What do you think of the Belmont clan in general? What do you think about the Belmonts? Um,
2: well, uh, t- t- to be honest, when I was younger, I didn't really understand. I, ju- I was a little brown guy uh, whipping <laughs> other things that were not the same color as me. Um, <laughs> well, that actually sounds a lot worse. Wow!
3: <laughs>
2: little brown guy. <laughs> wow! Um, but anyway, There's the modern-day Castlevania. <laughs> As time went on, uh more yeah. colors were introduced. No, I'm kidding. Um okay. But no, seriously though, I it was just this blank slate and I didn't really know much about it. Uh, and of course whenever I started playing um you know Castlevania three where they started incorporating, you know, more characters and then the branching paths, I started getting like, Oh, okay, so this is actually more um there's actually people going on here. Um,
1: what was your question? Um, <laughs> but the Belmonts in general and you just made oh, a good okay. point. Why mm. is there less story in four than three kind of thing? Um yeah, that is a good
2: point. <clears throat> I'm gonna. I don't. I don't want to derail myself again. So uh, the the yep. Belmont clan. Um, actually, once they uh, introduced Leon Belmont, way in the future, but also way in the past at the same time. <laughs> um, uh, that actually was kind of like the. It, it made it for me. It kind of like it started piecing everything together, and I really uh, appreciated that game. I don't know what your guys' thoughts of uh, Lament of Innof- Lament of Innocence, the well, is. Um, like but it. it's it's one of my favorites, and uh, yeah. as as one of the three D ones, but. Um, they're pretty cool people, and um, you know, as long as they keep grocering and all that other stuff the way that they do, then you
3: know.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. I love the idea. I love the idea of there being a family that's just badass. You know, they're the ones who are gonna have to come in every time and and kill Dracula, and even during the peaceful times, they still have to keep their skills honed. And I think that's cool. That concept. I mean, that that'd be a rough life. You you have to maintain a job, but you still have to make sure you keep up on your training. Is that like Buffy? I think I just described it. I
2: think that's how the
1: the is <laughs> yeah. made. It all yeah, goes it
0: back to great. Buffy every time. <laughs> As it should.
1: Okay. Um, what are can you think I say something topic? about
0: the story real quick?
1: Yes, of course you can.
0: May I interject? I would love you to. <laughs> yeah, um, the original Castlevania, uh, I'm, I'm guessing you're all familiar with that game. I'm not. I've I've never sat down to play through it. So, is that basically the same story? Because from what I've told, from what I've read, at yeah. least this is the, that game. It's just that game told again. Yeah. Uh, Unless yeah, Simon sure. Belmont comes back in another hundred years to fight Dracula again.
1: Simon is in two of them, but I think it's just the first two, one and two, and then this is, one,
0: which is like
1: the remake of one. I'm I'm pretty sure Darren. What do you know about this? Is this the remake of one? Yeah, that's what a
5: lot of people consider to be a remake of one because it is like Simon Belmont again and fighting you going through. So and you do fight some of the same you know bosses and enemies again and from the first one like you know Medusa and Death and that there. So yeah, you can consider it a remake, but it's like the, you know more levels, okay. more bosses, more enemies and that there. That sounds good. Allow and me then, to solidify this. it, it, it is. It's set in
2: 1691, and they're, they're both 1691. Okay. Oh so right. unless you know there was like an alternate universe, the it's the same thing.
4: Oh, well, maybe there is. Yeah. It would like be really cool if there was like a, a video or something we could find on YouTube that went through a timeline of the Castlevania series, where we could no uh, we could go. Yeah, I should all make ones.
3: Oh, I already have. Uh, no, one will ever oh, do that.
4: You're no willing will a
2: plug. I see what you're doing there.
1: <laughs> you should just focus on axe armors, and we'll move on. <laughs> all right let's talk a bit about the main villain and the only other character in the game dracula before we get to bust as that is all right p1 give us your thoughts on dracula man he sucks in general
4: in general not just in this game in general what do you think of dracula that was it he sucks it's uh it's a pun on oh. vampires. all right <laughs> i don't know i don't know why you ask me mo- anything on these shows <laughs>
3: we're moving on <laughs>
4: <laughs> is that it are you done uh I, well i've always liked dracula the character thematically um I don't know. He was you don't get a lot of interaction with him in this. You see him for one fight, and it lasts roughly as long as every relationship I've had other than the one I'm currently in. So, <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Yeah, all right, fair enough. Um, and that's well, a good point. It's a
0: tough call to describe him because he, he really has no more character than any other thing that you encounter in the game. <laughs> he, he has as much character as a Medusa head or a bat, you know. He's the enemy <laughs> yeah. on screen at the moment.
4: I don't think there's yeah. even a dialogue when you show up in his room. Like No. Wow, no, you're there, right. There isn't. No. He just pops up. Ha, ha, yeah. ha. I think he says. If he wasn't the <laughs> only person in the whole game wearing a cape, I wouldn't even be certain he was Dracula
1: yeah good point hmm. what do you think about him in general in the Castlevania series you think he's a good overall villain
2: yeah
1: it's no jump in
2: okay yeah. <clears throat> Okay. sorry um, uh, I was going to just real quick say that uh, i, I kind of tying in with Netflix here for a second I really like what they did with him because of the fact that he's such a blank bad guy I mean you can yeah. really just kind of say whatever you want is this Bram Stoker Dracula is it just Dracula Dracula mm-hmm. Is it the Dracula that they say in, uh, you know, Lament of Innocence? Is it, I mean, so at this point, you know, Lament of Innocence didn't exist. So really it could have been anyone's Dracula. Um, and the fact that the Netflix series sort of kind of takes it back to the, well, uh, does that happen after? I think it does happen after, but whatever. Yeah. Um, they, they put a little more background to them and I, I kind of appreciated that. So sorry, you can go ahead.
4: I was yeah. just going to say that we're, especially for a video game series where it's a franchise and you want to keep regurgitating things having a family that constantly trains to fight Dracula, and then having your main villain be a creature that regenerates itself or is really immortal, um, it it makes it more realistic than Bowser's kidnapped the princess again. Not that giant spiky mm-hmm. turtles are realistic, but you know what I mean. <laughs> well, to
2: that, to that reason, um, wouldn't also, like, Frankenstein and all the other bosses that pop up every hundred years also be immortal?
1: Oh, snap. Yep. <laughs>
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I did not think of that. Right, well,
0: it's football. only Dracula that's got the power. Once he's around, he can wake all his buddies up. He uses Ooh, okay. Dracula yeah, magic. pretty much the case there and, you know, if you, just, if you just take it back to the like universal movie monsters, you know, because you got yeah. the mummy, you got uh, yeah, Frankenstein in there. got power for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Dracula, he really he's just got the most class, you know. When you put all those guys together, you're like, Well, you know, who could be the leader of this pack? Who could keep it organized? He has <laughs> the nice suit, he's got the cape, he's got charm, charisma, so
1: Yeah. I never thought that's, that's of it the like only that. reason
0: he's the main villain, you know.
1: That's a great point. Yeah. Who else is gonna take the charge? Mm.
0: They, they just they just took a bunch of characters that, you know, are free range. Anybody can put a, a Frankenstein and a mummy in there, so like, huh. okay bunch of classic oh. characters.
1: Good
3: call.
0: Simon's the only guy that they created. That's
3: yeah, it. you're right. They
0: went in minimal minimal effort for this.
1: It's <laughs> a good point. I wonder if Bel- the Belmonts are based on anybody ye- either as well. I wonder. Uh, probably maybe
3: like
0: the janitor in, in the, uh, the office.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just
1: like <laughs> Mario. <Yeah.
0: laughs> the Mario guy worked out. Who else is working down there?
1: Simon, Simon. you're that pop around. Get it out of here. <laughs> Somebody, You're spraying it all over the wall. All right. Um. Darren, what do you think of Dracula?
5: He's just a you know, classic villain, so he is pretty much. Um yeah. like, that's the thing. And like you know, he wants to you know, more of the claims come out, though know, he gets more flesh though, and like backstory and stuff like that. Like the like one um, thing he was talking about as well, like the one in the Castlevania Netflix series is good though. Like that's sort of is based on the events of um Castlevania three now. And I do like the sort of backstory he has there, like he just becomes like really evil because of like killed his like wife and not there and you know some of the ones coming along and like some of the is in the game are like oh just so blank slates and then there's other ones like the infamous sympathy of the night with its <laughs> bad dialogue what yeah. is a man a human best or whatever and stuff like that yeah <laughs> and then it's like you know just it's just a classic villain no i don't really have much to say it's just like everyone pretty much yeah. said what they said
1: Yeah, he serves the purpose. He is a villain. And like you said, he's kind of a blank slate. And the more Castlevania things you consume, the more you'll appreciate him, I think, because your mind will automatically relate to actual story. So when you get a game like this that doesn't have any, at least you have something to put in there. Um, Yeah, because other than that scrolling text at the start, there's nothing about him. Okay. With that said, I believe we've covered the story of Castlevania Four. And a few others, <laughs>
0: but that's okay. <laughs> it's not really a story so much as just a premise. You know, that's all you yeah. need. So yeah. As much as we're knocking the fact that there's not much there, that's yeah. all I need. I, I don't care that Dracula doesn't say anything or do anything. He's Dracula. That, as a yep. kid, that's all you need. You know, he's the it bad guy. It speaks for itself. It's bad guys. We're going to fight bad guys. Yeah
1: this is the fourth one in the series and up to this point there was no like he still had no dialogue that's four entries so clearly it does not matter
0: it's just (laughs) just a a simple adventure game for for kids you know it's that's all you need
1: yeah you're in a castle the reason you're here is to kill dracula that let's move on All right, gameplay mechanics. Let's talk gameplay. All right, Um, what do you guys think about the controls? We're going to start right at the controls. Um, Castlevania is known for being kind of clunky, I think is the word. I use that very carefully. Talking classic Castlevania here. Um, It's known for being a little clunky. But what do you guys think? Do you feel it's clunky? And I'm going to start with Darren. Darren.
5: <laughs> yeah, like compared to it's it's a lot more refined compared if you play the original ones first and then play this one, it's a lot better control though, especially with the jumping and like you'd be able to, you know, whip in different directions in this one rather than the old ones, which you can't though, which just makes things a bit easier though. Good. And yeah, but there is some times where trying to jump you have to like basically sure have you know, pitch a perfect jumping though, or else you're going to fall off and. Sometimes, like going up the stairs, and sometimes, oh, I, I just fell off for no reason whatsoever, and stuff like that as well.
1: <laughs> yeah. Those it are the sucks. worst. Uh, I completely agree. And this game, although it is more forgiving than the p- previous ones, um, some of those stair mechanics still get me. <laughs> yeah. especially
5: like I said B2 though with the the disappearing steps though sometimes like when I played it back on the Wii Virtual Console though I don't know if it's just me or something but sometimes when I was going up the the stairs all of a sudden the things just stop and they just fall off so what the fuck happened there I don't know what the hell happened
1: (laughs) yeah yeah you throw in clunky controls and then they make you run fast it gets a little hectic yeah real quick okay uh, Richard what do you think about the controls overall
0: they're fine I don't find yeah. him clunky at all. Oh, right I, I think, you know, of course, you compare it to some other games and you say, well, he moves slower. He's a little more rigid. But for this game where you have to make a lot of precision jumps and everything, I think it's to its favor that he moves slowly. Because yeah. if I were walking around a castle and I had to jump on all these like little blocks going there, I would take my time, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Wouldn't
0: yeah, it be willy nilly just dancing all over the place, you know? Sometimes you get a little cocky and you can moonwalk back up those stairs, but. She's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But no, I I think the controls are fine. I had no problem moving them around and, you know, attacking where I want. Sometimes you feel, well, you know, it'd be nice if he could duck just a little bit faster, you know, but I, I. I think the enemies move at a pace where it's appropriate. It's not like they're so much faster than you are. So right. it's just, a, I think you just need to take your time with the game because it's right. a relatively short game and you, you kind of want to breeze through it. You want to take yeah. that Super Mario approach and just start running through, but you know, stop, hit the guy, <laughs> pick up a candle, be on your way. <laughs>
1: That's right. No, I like it. So you think it's more of a, a choice that he's this way? I agree. I agree completely.
0: I, I don't know that it's a choice, but I feel it works.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, okay.
0: All right. I can work with that.
1: <laughs> all right, Alan, what did
0: you think of the uh, the controls?
1: Um, I thought
2: the controls, uh, they, they were more open. They were definitely an improvement over the older games. However, my uh, complaint, I guess, with the controls, and I try not to be very nitpicky when I review things, uh, but one thing that I noticed that really bugged me was that they gave you this kind of—it's almost like an illusion—that you have more movement and more uh, control over Simon. But everything else also scales with it. But I think they—they they scaled it differently, uh, in my opinion. So things moved faster, way faster than you. It's not just like a little faster, which I understand. Uh, certain things moved way faster. They moved outside of the realm of your movement. So as in, you have eight cardinal directions you could you know go in or whip in but they can go in 360 uh, and i thought that was kind of strange for certain things um uh there's also and this i don't know if this really ties in with it but i was thinking about it um but because of you you're able to aim up and hit diagonally with the whip there was a couple parts in the game where i found it very annoying to hit candles specifically because they wouldn't line up straight with your uh, regular forward whip hit right. uh and it was just just like maybe four pixels above where the whip would have hit, so it requires you to go right under it and hit at an angle, or hit uh, jumping, or doing something different when you just want to just okay, it's a straight hallway. Let me just hit the candle and move on. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I think I mean I, I enjoyed some of the changes that they that they did. Um, one of the things that they added uh, that no one's mentioned yet is the uh, grappling kind of thing where you can swing. Oh
3: yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Um, that uh, I did, I did like that one. But as I said in my in my, my video of this, uh, I I never really had a good time with those on the Super Nintendo for some reason. I don't know if it's just because the the way that the system is or, or the mechanics that were available to them. Um, but it just it's I some like I'm I'm always falling off uh, a lot of times.
1: Yeah, um I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a big fan of those either. I got I mean especially when I played through it originally back in the day. This mm-hmm. time, it was a breeze. But I think it was because. I had already gone through the growing pains of dealing with those. They don't handle particularly... (laughs) Great. <laughs> yeah, they feel
2: very gimmicky to me as well. Like it's yeah. just like I mean, you could have like you couldn't just move the block two two things over so I can jump yeah. to it. Now I got to jump on this and swing and
0: right. Eh. They just wanted to show you that he could swing. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this
2: mode seven. No, I'm just kidding. Um.
1: Right,
0: right, right. There is a point where that happens for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I stand in defense of the swinging parts. I really like those. All oh, oh, right, on I, right I on. I don't. I don't have a problem with them either. I
5: like them as well.
0: Nah. And I, I really oh. like the how you can control his momentum and somehow you can get them to you know raise and lower. <laughs> retractable <laughs> lip. Doesn't the story say it's mystical? I think that it's covers got the retractable all the button on there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Once magic is you can do anything. <laughs> it's good fun. Yeah, all right. I agree with uh, the being good seriously retracts.
1: Mysteriously, that's right. <laughs> right on Okay, cool. Um, what enemies was it? Did you say that was that was going faster than him? That was coming in from weird angles and such.
2: Um, the it's whatever you actually got to the castle itself. Uh, there was a coffin, I think, that's on like the third stage that is introduced. Uh, and the first time oh, you see yes. it, okay, I get it. You know, like, oh man, I didn't see that coming. I thought it was part of the background because pr- pr- prior to that, they actually do have coffins in the background. So right, it's right. kind of a nice uh, mislead up to that. Uh, mm-hmm. But then I think I died. I think two or three times actually, and I think it was, it was mostly because I got beat up on the way to there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you just don't have enough time to turn around, and your your whip takes a delay. Which I mean, it's it's fine in the other games, but I think they scaled the speed with the enemies to the character better uh, in the Nintendo or the original NES games. Uh, and then there was the the dancers uh, that are spinning around uh, mm-hmm. once you get to like the ballroom area and stuff. And man, I couldn't tell you how many times. And I, maybe I. Did, I Maybe I just suck at it. I don't know, but I, I probably died like three or four times uh, <laughs> after getting to that part, um, just because they they moved in such weird ways that if I tried to hit at a you know upward angle, uh, it would be just a little bit out of the way. But if they could, if they were stuck in the same range of motion that Simon was stuck to, then it would have hit just fine. Uh, I think, and this is sort of a stretch here, but it's sort of the same way that uh, when Zelda went 3D. Uh, the The bats, how they were very annoying to hit, but whenever it was 2D, it was just fine. I think it, right. it kind of was the same sort of thing for
1: me. Gotcha. No, that's fair. I remember those dancers. I can't remember. Oh, yes. Yeah. So with those dancers, it, you have to go real slow. You have to, like, go backwards to, to line them up. And unless you do, it's impossible to... to yeah, it's, it's frustrating.
0: Well, here's <laughs> what you got to remember, is that uh, Belmont and his whole family, they trained for this. This is all they do. They're they're not, you know, second guessing their movements, jumping around like I'm. Oh, I got to chase him. I got to I got to step back. That guy is confident. He's prepared. He's just standing there. He waits for his moment, and when the time is right, that's when he yeah. strikes. I feel
2: like he's a frog. That's what frogs do. They they whoosh, and get their
1: a frog.
0: But they frog just sit Belmont. there up until. The- yeah, yeah that's right. going to be the next Castlevania game where you take control <laughs> of Frog Belmont, and he and he uses his tongue. As his, I can't wait. Mystical whip. Yeah,
5: he That's just great. uses mystical whip to possess. People like Mario <laughs> Dracula would have to
2: be a snake because of the fangs, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is like prehistoric Castlevania. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> it dates way back before the
1: 1400s, yeah. Yeah, the original
0: Belmont and Dracula. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> Caveman age. Okay. Uh, like, P1. If I could interrupt one more time. Of course, go ahead. Just talk about annoyingly fast enemies. I hated those stupid yeah. PC dogs that you can't kill. You can just knock them down, and then they get up and they start running after you again.
1: They come back. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember them coming back, but I do remember hating them.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's them on the like the red skeletons. I think they're the only enemies in the game I can recall that
0: can't be killed.
1: Do you remember them coming back? Oh, that's why you can't kill them because they're dogs. Interesting.
0: Exactly. <laughs> well, wow. Bats are okay. They're not. Yeah, they're
1: bats. No, nobody likes bats. Kill them. <laughs> no likable animals were injured during the
0: course. <laughs>
3: exactly.
4: That's awesome. All right, Sean, what did you think of the controls? All right, so I have a, I have a list, and I'll try and keep it uh, in an orderly oh. fashion here. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Now I do want to preface this with uh, three statements. One, I I am not uh, particularly good at platformers. Two, uh, Rocket Sauce did point out to me that if I took the time to play the game and get good at it instead of using save states, that I might not have these complaints. And three, Richard's description of the fact that the Belmonts are like super focused and like he knows what he's doing and he's not all panicked and sweaty like I am, sort of <laughs> makes me. <laughs> so that that's sort of uh... anyway. So my complaints are a the um so the, the movement the, the movement direction thing that uh, that Alan was talking about that's a big like when you fight death those little scythes that he the little scythes that he throws they can go in whatever direction they want and then they leave the screen and then they come back at a completely different angle. Uh, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, that was hard. I, I know you just have, and and it was in that fight when I first really noticed, um, that there was some, some questionable hit detection I found, um, with the whip. There were situations when I, am certain that the whip was hitting that, like sometimes them, the you. item. If the <laughs> item hits the chain, sometimes that's okay. Sometimes it's not. If the head of the whip hits it, sometimes that's okay. Sometimes it's not. I, I found there to be questionable hit detection. Um, in, in some of the fights.
3: I'm going to just
2: chime in while you're talking about hit detection. Okay, whenever you're fighting, um, Slogra is the, the one with the spear, right? Yeah.
3: Uh,
2: yes, yeah. okay. So whenever you're fighting Slogra, and it's falling down, and it's got the spear, and it's going to stab you, uh, there were several times where I was like, there's no way I actually got hit. And I paused it because I was recording the video for it. So when I went back and reviewed the video, there's and I'm going to use a very interesting form of measurement for this. Uh, at least two Simon Belmont heads in between, <laughs> in between Slogra and Simon, uh, and it's still registered as a hit for Simon. So his hitbox when crouched is is uh very questionable. So yeah, that's um,
4: so that's a point for me. I'm gonna write that. I'm gonna mark that down. Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Scientific <laughs> evidence: we have two Simon Belmont heads, and the difference here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, hit detection uh, as well, uh, and this could be. Uh, maybe it was a design choice, but I felt that jumping with Simon, Simon felt like he weighed a hundred like he was carrying all of the other Belmonts back to the dawn of time. He felt very oh heavy. Like all of the Belmonts have come to fight, but oh. the rest of them can't walk, so Simon's just gonna carry everybody and then <laughs> and then whip in, in eight directions.
2: Oh <laughs> I would explain why it looked like his back hurt.
4: Uh, yeah, you know, he's tired <laughs> no, of carrying limp. this family. Yeah. <laughs> um Ah, uh, so hold on a second here. Uh, hit detection. Oh, this is a list. Clunky. I'm not kidding. Um, oh, so uh, now I don't know if this is a, a, a what uh, the hardware I was playing it on. I, I like to think that it wasn't, but maybe it was. Um, slow down when there was a lot of stuff on the screen. Uh, one of the I the actually big,
5: uh, recall uh, playing on the Snes classic as well, and I recall a bit of slowdown. And I don't. I remember. Yeah. I don't remember this when I played on the original Snares now. Okay, that so maybe room, it the is,
4: spinning room. That to slowed the, down like crazy. The spinning room, the, the bridge that collapses and you get chased by bats, and all you That's can do is, I mean. is walk at eight beats per minute across this bridge. Because yeah. <laughs> it's it's it, it chugs. Oh, and I'm like yeah, yeah. I'm like, I gotta get across this bridge. I should be moving with some urgency. And again, maybe this is maybe he's Richard's really right. Confident. And he's just like, I know exactly how fast this bridge is gonna fall. <laughs> I have trained for this my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> he's just chilling, yeah. Don't what, worry what? don't worry about it.
2: Was there an actual purpose to the, the spinning room? Because I felt like it was very out of place.
0: It was just really cool.
2: That's it. <laughs> most, uh, they wanted to yeah. show off the just most show,
5: Yeah, just show off the <laughs> moats. seven. Exactly. Okay. Yeah.
2: I, I just because it was very, like, I was going through it. And I'm like, where, where am I
0: in this whole scene? Right, good point.
3: The that, that's the whole
0: feeling. Dracula yeah. wants to confuse you. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and if... You know how it looks like the platforms are falling behind you? If you stand still, it doesn't even... like It doesn't catch you. <laughs> you can just stand there. Oh, yeah. That's that's right. It only moves forward if you move forward, right? Right, right, right. Um, what? Not, yeah. Not the one I feel so stupid. Not oh, the one. I not the so with the
4: bats. No, no, not the okay. The bats. Oh, okay. That <laughs> <up>.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Whew. Um, those, those
4: are my major complaints. Uh, some questionable hit detection. He feels very heavy. And uh, some slowdown there. I don't know. Um... Uh, We're going to get into difficulty here in a second. I felt that the difficulty also spiked heavily in the end, which, again, might be attributed to the fact that I'm not very good at platformers and I use save states instead of 700 continues. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And Simon is more confident than I am when fighting monsters. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, while we're talking about difficulty and, and you're already on it, do you think it ramped up too much at the end? At what point? Uh the last stage i would i would start with the i agree with that the the punishing that that buzzsaw stage where the stairs disappear for no reason yep. um mm-hmm. that one was frustrating but i felt like the last stage uh was just it was the difficulty was way higher than it had been in any other situation and because i didn't feel like any of the bosses had a strategy it was just whip as fast as you can and hope that you have more health than he does do yeah, I right. get
2: points
4: too? Because I said that already. So I'm going to just oh. tell <laughs> you so, so you get a point. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I did. I, I felt that it got way more difficult at the end, which for, for people that are good at platformers who might have thought it was too easy in the beginning, that's awesome. Um, and I guess maybe make that sort of a reward for the people who take the time to get good at the game. You know, It's like, okay, you got to here. That's great. But now you're going to have to get really good at this to beat it. And also we're going to hit you whenever we want.
2: Something that was kind of common practice back uh, during that time, too, was uh, video game rentals started becoming really big. So one of the things that people or developers would do is intentionally make things difficult at certain spots to make it harder for the person to actually progress. Uh, which would mean that if your rental time was up for that game, you'd have to redo it again. So there's certain games actually in the very beginning where the opening stages are harder than the other stages because you had to sit there and keep playing the first stage over and over and over and over. So I, I, I agree with you. I do feel like the, there was this weird sudden just like, hey, all of a sudden the bosses have, uh, there's a strategy to them. Uh, whereas before you were just, you could, if you watch my video, there's several parts of it where I'm just sitting there standing still whipping and I'm killing yeah. things um and and just felt very uninspired uh but yeah
1: i i 100 dude i agree that's a good point about the not needing strategy until that lance boss you really don't um and then it is jarring when suddenly you do um yeah i can't i can't argue against that actually poor
2: poor conveyance i think is the best word for that it it doesn't really like prepare you for anything it's just like hey boom throws you right into it
1: so. And, and there's no way to beat that lance boss without using the correct strategy. You can't just get lucky. You actually have to, to do it. Uh, everybody essentially has to do it the same way with that just, one. Just to clarify,
2: the lance, the lance boss you're talking about is Slogger, right? The, pretty the weird sure. pterodactyl-looking thing with the spear. Yes, yes. Okay, yeah, okay. Because yeah. I think you called something the, the skeleton, you called it a skeleton earlier. And there yeah, is a skeleton. Is skeleton. With the lance.
1: Oh, right, right. Okay, and sorry, they, yeah, they, no, yeah, you're right.
3: Yeah, not that guy. Not me,
1: picky. I'm just trying to clarify for anyone who might. <laughs> That's a great clarification. It is what's his name? Slogger. Slogra. 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 Sounds like a Godzilla, anime or it something. It does actually kind of. <laughs> um Okay, Darren, what did you think about the difficulty level of the game?
5: I can agree with him as well, but like I've played, um, you know, several times over now. So have so, but I I do feel the game it just ramps up in difficulty as you go along. Like I feel like the first bunch of levels are pretty easy but there is certain spots towards the end that are pretty ridiculous so like B2 for example like you know the whole buzzsaw level and there is there is certain spots as well where you have to like for some reason um, sometimes when you're hanging on and you have to jump onto a platform sometimes an enemy might be there and you can yeah. go, might be there and like they can hit you and all of a sudden you can get hit and fall off and other times you go there and there's no one there as well it's just like random. It's like it's like randomness, and like sometimes that screws you over as well. Yeah. But yeah, I can agree. I can agree with the other guys though. But like I say, I do. I like the difficulty of this game. I don't think it's like way too hard though. But for someone who might be playing it for the first time, though, they can have you know certain bad spots in it though.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I've had it a lot of times where there's an enemy in one place one time and not the next. It's or or vice versa. It is weird. Um, I think. In comparison, especially to the uh, first three, this one was by far the easiest one, even including the last couple of levels. Um, so, so good with that...
4: games that this wasn't tough for me no, at all. No, <laughs> in
1: <it's> general. <laughs> I agree with you completely. The last couple of levels are ridiculously ramped up in comparison, no doubt about it, or at least the last level.
5: Your yeah, number three, um, like if you watch number three, it is a nightmare. It's the so hard, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculously hard. Um, but with that said... It does ramp up right at the very end. Yeah, no doubt. All right, uh, Richard, your thought on difficulty of this game?
0: Well, the first uh, six or so levels I felt were, you know, they're good. They're, <clears throat> pardon me, they felt a little easy at, at times to the point that, you know, I'm walking through the game and I'm just kinda going through the motions, you know. This just walk mm-hmm. ahead, hey, hit the button, walk ahead, hit the button, jump. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's how it was. And there there were a couple of, you know, trickier parts here. You gotta get that jump just right, or there's an enemy, like those bats would just kinda swoop down out of nowhere sometimes and get you a bit. But uh I don't know, that's it for the first six and then from then on it, it felt actually really easy because all I had to do was click a play button on youtube so (laughs) 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 i i did beat the game you know years ago but uh yeah just just time restraints but uh i i don't remember it being that difficult and as i was going through it i was just thinking this is you know just a a nice light game you know you just want to sit down and just you know kind of go through the motions without really thinking about it too much and then you got those some parts where you have to focus a bit more but I don't
3: know. that is. I don't, I don't
0: remember it being too difficult.
1: Yeah, that's exactly how I would describe it to you. And then that last level, that's it. Other than that, it is pretty much a, a breeze, one might say.
3: Mm-hmm. No, not, I, I
1: don't there's not a problem with difficulty. Uh, like I this is I don't think it's the type of game that uh, Castlevania
2: in general as a series isn't the kind of game where you should just pick up and be able to beat it when your first go. Um yeah. But uh, it's just the, the consistency of it, I think, is what I think we're all agreeing with. It's yes. It's very yes. strange. It gives you this like, it paints this picture of how it, the game's going to be. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, I'm just kidding. That's, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's you not what how, actually it's
1: about. <laughs> you know how you thought you were good? Nah, it's over now. <laughs> yeah. You're like, wow, this is really key. This is
2: easy. I'm doing great. Oh, man, right. I should play the other ones. Then you play three, and then,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. All I do is get to the last level, and then I'll just turn it off.
2: <laughs> or I watch know,
1: YouTube, it's... right? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, um, let's talk a bit about the sub weapons in the game. A bunch of sub weapons, uh, axe, cross, and whatnot. Um, Wait a minute. Water. Yeah, go ahead, Richard. Can we talk about the main weapon first?
0: Yeah, sure. Because let's we we totally left out the importance of limp whipping. Yeah, shake, um, shaking that yeah. thing around. <laughs> this is a is that useful? Show.
1: Does anyone
2: has anyone actually <laughs> used that and was like, hey, this is a good. Like I'm, I'm serious because I never
1: did. It's ever. really good for when enemies are coming in on weird angles and they're faster than exactly. Than, oh.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't
3: mitigate them though, right? They still like no, go through. No,
2: I'm just kidding. I'm just it. kidding. I mean, well, okay, see, I never <laughs> use it, so I have no <laughs> idea.
3: What well, you can tell me that
0: it
2: makes uh, ice cream sundaes, and I'd be like,
0: really? <laughs> yeah, well, Now you mentioned. I, I really enjoyed that tactic because there are plenty of times where you know, you know, you have a difficult jump. Or you have to move down a set of stairs, an enemy there, you could just crouch down and just eh, eh, yeah. wave yeah, around. It's yeah. like an hour, but they die. <laughs> but you can clear a path for yourself. Right, you know? right. So yeah. I really enjoyed. That. I mean, uh, I, I think Simon looked awesome when you'd jump in the air and you'd whip down at a diagonal. Oh, that was, yeah, you know? that
2: was a good like action yeah. pose.
0: Yeah, he had an awesome <laughs> pose. Aside from his his standard, you know, look at my bicep, you know. <laughs> yeah.
5: I don't know. I don't know if you guys do it though, but these do you try to do a pose when you get like the orb at the end of each level? Oh yeah.
4: So oh that, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. I think one. I do that
2: with every game that ever has anything
4: that remotely resembles that. <laughs> yeah. So you can yeah. get the orbs without a pose.
1: <laughs> yeah, your head. Yeah, if I don't get that downward
4: diagonal whip, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> I think it will I, be uh, starting. I see. I don't, I never used the limp whip. The limp whip, and I found Ow. that I would try. I would try to um, attack on a diagonal sometimes, and. Mark says it's because my thumb was moving. I don't think it is, but maybe my thumb moved or something. But I would yeah. go to try and do my di- – deck. see, this is another one of my problems with gameplay was I would try and do the diagonal whip to hit something, and then my whip would just go limp. And I'm like, this happens to me all the time. You should <laughs> see a doctor. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. See, P1 so, has this thing
4: where he – you know, you've seen people
1: play games, and they think, if I hit the Y button harder, I'm going to hit harder.
3: <laughs> so if <laughs> so you, you hold, hold down
2: that button, button that's... you limp. I've always called that like the, the grandparents' way of playing because that's what my grandparents did when they played a game. They
1: would
4: Yeah. But it says you know, that in the scroll. And... When using when using the Belmont Family Clan vampire killer, be sure to press the Y button harder to deal more damage, mystical damage to the Prince of Darkness. It says, and it right. will mysteriously work. It does say it. <laughs> it says that right in there. <laughs> oh, you didn't gosh. see it because you didn't wait for the scroll. I you're didn't... right. You're right. My mistake. You were right. I don't know why well, you're going limp.
0: while i enjoy the whip and the directions and and, you know being able to shake it around and stuff i just for the life of me i can't understand why they make you go through the process of getting upgrades for it
1: that is a good question
0: you Uh get a little leather whip and as soon as you hit your first candle hey now i got a chain whip yeah and then i believe it's the fifth candle uh, after that you get your extender and, and there's yeah. candles everywhere, so it's not like you have to wait for it and you have to survive with the Leather Whip. It's just they, they make you wait a few game seconds game. to get it.
2: The, the only there- logical thing that I can think of for that and from a gameplay perspective or mechanic perspective is uh, if you're playing it for the first time and you don't know that you can hit the candles, your first candle will always be an upgrade, which tells the player that you can get power-ups from the candles and it makes you want to hit more candles Uh, now we've played them already so like we we know that you just hit the candles so we're like going through the motions like you said um but for somebody who's just picking up has absolutely no idea from a gameplay perspective that actually kind of makes sense because it makes you it makes you want to go hit more candles
1: yeah i can't argue that and this has been a staple since the original so Mm. yeah i don't know Although, let me let me get, just take a quick back in. The sound that you made whenever he
2: goes limp-whipping, that's exactly the sound that I imagine him going. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> big macho I, feel, dude. I feel
0: like the, the Simon license. Belmont from that <laughs> Captain N and the Game Master. No, that, that's how he would whip. Just oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> He's always limp-whipping for sure. Yeah, him and
2: Dracula slap fight, too. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but, yeah, why do anyway? I don't know.
0: I don't know, Richard. I don't know why they. There's the point of they want you to hit candles, but I mean, yep. you get you get so many other things from candles too. If yes. I get a chicken leg out of a candle, I'm hitting every candle I can find.
1: That's a that's a good point. Also, you know what else you get from those candles? Your sub weapons. Why don't you tell us your favorite, Richard?
0: You know, I like the knife, the the dagger. Yeah, yeah. Just like those um, super ghouls and ghost games, when I get that dagger, it's fast. It's not as powerful, but I just feel like. It's it, it's I, it's a little more effective for me. I don't like waiting for that slow moving cross to go all the way around. I feel like I can hit, kill something with my whip a lot faster than that cross. Yeah. Um. So so what was it? there was like a, um an axe right yeah mm-hmm. axe,
1: yeah that's like an <clears throat> arc uh, attack yeah there's
0: the arc one you get the dagger flies straight and fast you get that slow moving cross thing that that comes back to you like a boomerang. Um, fire bombs. I thought it was holy water, but apparently it's like a fire bomb thing
5: uh, but there's it uh, is pretty you much holy water one. though yeah is
0: it yeah okay that yes. one. Just- i don't even know, <laughs> I, don't know. I, I like the deck i like the deck <laughs> I didn't care if i was going through and I, I i'm just whipping every candle i can usually i'm right under it when i get it so if i get a different power up i don't care yeah, the stopwatch is really cool at first but yeah in time yeah. it's it's not my favorite <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I'm yeah. good with the figure, right. but the thing is anything is cool.
3: Yeah.
1: All right, fair enough. How about you, Alan? What's your favorite sub? Uh probably
2: the cross. And um it's like having a little friend on that screen with you. Cause yeah. I can throw the cross and then like while the cross is going across, huh, um, I Man. can sit there and beat him up, whoever it is, usually a boss, uh just sit there and whack at him, and then it'll hit him again. And I'm like, hello friend, and then <laughs> <laughs> <you know. laughs> you missed. <laughs> yeah, he comes back to me and I, I catch them i always try to catch them even though i don't actually think it, it gives it back to you at all yeah, i it still should try to does. yeah i really feel, feel like if you're going through the effort to try to catch it again it should but i could also see how that could be abused but yeah. Um, but yeah no it's probably a cross uh i can tell you my least favorite one <clears throat> is the clock uh for the reason that you know richard mentioned earlier and uh, it's just it it kind of I mean, what, what, what? Three? Was what it three seconds? Five seconds?
0: Yeah. Something really. You small, don't but get. You it, don't. It's but not like there everything for
2: takes. Long, yeah. yeah, and everything takes so few hits to kill that it's like, well, by the time I I, I use the, the the clock, I I hit them. The time's still going. I mean, what's it still going for? Uh, it just doesn't yeah. seem very productive when you can kill them. Yeah, that's true. It's I, true. I remember I slow them
5: down when they can die. <laughs> it's only really good at like a few certain situations in the game, no? But other than right. is, like pretty useless. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Castlevania 3, the Clock Tower, in Castlevania 3 was the only time with those Medusa heads. Mm. Anyway, this isn't Castlevania 3, but anyway. <laughs> um, Darren, how about you? What's your favorite sub?
5: And same as Alan's, the cross, though for reasons he just explained. Pretty much, it's just very useful and it is pretty much the go-to sub weapon for most of the bosses in the game.
1: Yeah, can't argue that. Uh, I think I'm the only guy here. Um, I'm hoping for P1. I, I, I'm an axe man. How about you, P1?
4: No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you one not <of> need sub weapons. <laughs> I'll
4: support
0: you. I'll support you on the axe. Cause I think really that one okay. was the most useful, just awesome. because you you could attack things on different levels. Right. You know, right. but My whip could do everything else.
2: Mm-hmm. I think the reason why I didn't use the axe too much in this one was because I could hit whip, uh, Good whip hit at, with different angles. Because so, I normally do, um, I, I do like the axe a lot, but I found myself not using it that much this time. That's a good point.
1: In the other Castlevanias, it is definitely more useful to have that arc. I, I can't even argue that. A good point. All right. P1.
4: I like that little uh, Holy Cross that clears the screen so that the anxiety of having to fight these enemies can go away and I can just be alone with my anxiety of having to make these jumps.
3: It <laughs> <laughs> is a good sub-weapon.
4: Until more Medusa heads pop up. Until <laughs> more Medusa heads pop up. Um, mm-hmm. As far as use, uh, I actually have to agree with Richard. I like the... The, the dagger, because it's fast, you know? I feel like I can, almost like I can just pump those out, you know what I mean? I know I, I have, to wait, have to wait for it to get off the screen, but it doesn't fuck around. It gets off the screen, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or into mm-hmm. the enemy. Um. So I do like the daggers, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I found them useful if I had it in a boss fight, just because you can just yeah. spam it really quickly and, and get a lot of hits in. And, and it's like you said with the bosses earlier, there's no real strategy. It's just you got to hit them faster than they hit you. So yeah. speed works for me there.
4: Yeah, if I throw that boomerang and it it's too high or the boss jumps and the, now it's like or the sorry the cross not it's not a not a boomerang the boomer cross, um, you know then I gotta wait for it to come back or go off screen. It's like oh my come on get it off the screen I gotta throw another I'm gonna die here I'm not good at these games. Uh, but with that <laughs> dagger it's I hit him or it's off the screen and I'm throwing another one right away. So yeah, mm-hmm. dagger all the way.
0: You know that that cl- that cross that clears the screen that and the there's something that gives you. um invincibility for a few Mm -hmm. seconds i found those to be just useless because a lot of times i found that cross when there's nothing on screen or maybe just one you know skeleton that i could easily defeat or was was there a bunch of of
4: hidden enemies that it was clearing for you and you didn't even know
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure that's it (laughs)
1: it's a good
4: point though because who's hitting candles when you're being swarmed with enemies because that's what you would
1: have
0: to be doing Right. Order you get the candles when this when the screen is already clear. <laughs> yeah, right, the, right.
2: I think that every time that it drops, and I could be mistaken, but every time that it drops, the enemies that are there are all one-hit kills.
0: It's not yeah. like it takes yeah, several it hits. Really, so, it, it's a false yeah. sense of security, it's just like, oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. Take that skeleton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point.
1: Okay, um, let's talk a bit about. Memorable moments. If you're thinking back on Ca- a, super- a sorry, Castlevania 4 right now, what is a good moment that comes into your head and maybe a bad moment that comes into your head? Uh, I'm going to start with you, P1, to give these guys a second to think.
4: Yeah. Um, so I'm going to start with my bad moment because I want to end on the high note of my good moment. Um, that fight good. with death was my, my bad moment. So mm. the strategy to beat death, if you haven't fought him uh, yet, if you haven't played this game, if you're waiting to listen to the show to then play it. Uh, the strategy to beat him, there's a single block in his room that you that you cower behind, that the brave Simon Belmont cowers behind to fight him, and the strategy is whip straight up and then duck. <laughs> um, a Belmont wouldn't really? hide. Really? That's, that's it? That's no, it. don't listen to him. That is don't it. Don't do that. Cower <laughs> I... and then whip straight up when he hovers over top of you. <laughs> Uh, this is, no. Now, you're going to have to hit his scythes, sides, his little ones, as they come in on the, the, the messed up angles. But because you have the block there at face level, you can push up and diagonal. Sorry, up you can push diagonal to, the, to, to do it, and you don't actually walk anywhere. You just walk in place, so you can whip them when they decide to come in on one of the regular points. Um, and then when he does his, his giant death scythe, you just cower and duck behind the block, and it misses you every time. But uh that was my least favorite part because I found his little sides um they they had a, a they I found them to be that was when the, the I noticed the biggest problem with hit detection and when I had the most problems with limp whipping because uh of my my diagonal but that's the strategy and it's uh, it took me a couple of attempts but it uh, when I finally did beat him I, it was a, a no hit kill for me I didn't take any damage um, That sounds so cheap
1: well, <laughs> But Coward. you know what? I take it all back. If a Belmont could do it, he would do it, just because he knows he will win. I, I exactly. take it all back.
0: I take it all. I will back. defend. I will defend uh, that because uh, if you if you study uh, Bushido, the Soul of <laughs> Japan, it says.
4: I oh just God. have it, a Bushido so one. Japanese.
0: <laughs> it says it is written. It is true courage to live when it is right to live, and to die only when it is right to die.
4: Boom.
1: Dropping knowledge. You hide
4: behind those blocks. Nobody (laughs) listening to this show is going to believe that that wasn't set up. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Anyway, good enough point. Okay, what about your good moment then, if that's a bad one? Anytime I jumped and whipped down on a diagonal. That's a good (laughs) bunch of moments. Like every single time. Because in that moment i am a badass i am a bell i feel it in my blood you know i'm not bagging groceries i am sean belmont the slightly irritable (laughs) naval employee (laughs) (laughs) right on all right darren how about
1: you some maybe a bad and good moment
5: uh bad moments like b2 not much the first half but the second half when you have to go up to like the rising platforms i was like. So it's like near the end though where certain like you have to have the platforms come at the right time or else you're going to get hit by the you know the big spiky doodahs whatever they're called at the top though and that's like that was pretty much the reason why he died a few yeah, times that that's a hard part at the end at the like the end of German current place though so that that's pretty much it on death as well though like I remember you know playing a fit like you know originally though and like the first few times I remember death being such a pain in the ass that Play through, but luckily, I've been in a few, a few goes this time around Um, good moment. Uh, I don't know. I just I I I I think pretty much like playing through the clock tower because I love the tunes played through. I love bloody tears. It's like one of my favorite video oh, game tunes of all time. So I, I I love I love that I love that version of it. it's like my favorite version of the that theme. So that and like you know, of course like swinging. I just I always love like swinging around and jumping on platforms and that there as well. It's awesome.
1: Yeah. All right. That's a great point. And you mentioned death being hard. Death, it w- was the hardest boss for me, too. Um, however, I, for my bad moment, it's the rock boss. I don't know if you guys are, even remember him. Yeah. the yeah. Golem. I, I don't know what it was. He got me twice. He killed it. It wasn't like a game over or anything, but he got me twice. And uh, which was frustrating because he did you
4: try Go pushing ahead. Y harder?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh the second time i got to him i was i, <laughs> I was pressing pretty damn hard because i was so mad because i don't like dying on and a boss that seems so easy because he gets right small right really quickly so you're thinking i'm nailing this guy and then those freaking rocks come down and anyway that's my bad moment was dying to him uh anyway alan or <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry sorry darren what was your uh, oh sorry you said bloody tears Oh, I guess I'll say my good moment now too. Then it's when you first come in right in the entrance after the drawbridge. It's a song too. That's why I'm doing it. Uh, and the music first starts up for the first time. Oh, when that organ kicks in. Oh, so good. It's a good moment. Yeah,
5: yeah the, the music and Castlevania games are always spectacular oh. for the
1: most part. So good. All all month I've been listening to it like in the mornings when I'm getting ready for work. I'm listening to Castlevania music. It is so good. So good. Okay, uh, Alan, your good and bad moments. Mm, mm,
2: mm, mm,
1: mm. Um, <laughs> I would have to. I'm. I'm thinking very hard.
2: Uh, so oh. my my good moment. I, I think I just have a lot of very neutral moments. There wasn't anything about the game that really wowed me. Uh, oh my there god! Wasn't, there wasn't anything about it that. And see, this is why I'm saying that it rides a ton on nostalgia. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, good point. Um. Since I never, yeah, exactly. So I never played it as a kid. So everyone that says that it's, you know, because maybe at the time it was, but since I, you know. Anyways, uh, but I'd say probably the opening of the game. Uh, Just the very first five seconds of the game. (laughs) Uh, Specifically because I think they did have a really cool, uh, well, I don't know five seconds earlier, but it had a really cool uh, inch song. uh, The organ picked up, like you said. Then uh, I got very tired of the organ, uh, but (laughs) it was uh, very—it was done very well in the beginning. I think the uh, opening was. Um, Then my bad moment would. (sighs) Let's just—I'll just say the ballroom dancers, just because everyone else has said death. Um, Although I will give death an honorable mention. um, (laughs) If if we could do this podcast. (laughs) But yeah, uh, the, the ballroom dancers, just because I think. For the reason that they sucked was the same reason why people don't like death. So, yeah, you got you got a little taste of death beforehand. Uh, <laughs> Not a no bad point. Unintended.
1: <laughs> it, it is definitely intended. No, that was good. That's a good point. All right, Richard, you're good in Uh,
0: I gotta echo you with the music. As soon as that first song kicks in, you just feel like, yeah, I'm about yeah. to do this. <laughs> you feel awesome. Uh, anytime you can freeze frame and you get those orbs, it was awesome. The music overall, the atmosphere of the game, it you know, it it really just feels to me like when they decided to make Castlevania, somebody had a whole bunch of little monster toys, you know, a little Dracula, a little mummy, and you're just no. putting there like, this would be awesome if I could go into a castle and I'm going to fight all these <laughs> monsters. I'm going to fight bats, I'm going to fight Medusa. Yeah. Just the whole, the, the premise of the game is so appealing. It's just like yes. the, the adventure of going into a haunted castle and being the guy you can you know, fight all the monsters. It's great. Agreed. So I like the vibe of the game overall. Um, <clears throat> negatives, the bad moments are any time that I mistook a background windowsill for a ledge that I could stand on. <laughs> I had a lot of cheap deaths where there are many times in the game where uh, I'm just not quite sure what I could jump on. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's, it's very easy to see. Other times, I don't know if it's a color thing. You know, you know. My I hear you, ago. dude. I had a few too, but, but there was one. I, you're kind of in a jungle setting, and you're going up this ramp, and you're you're supposed to get to the top and then back around and go back the way you came, but keep going up. And I just kept going right, and then apparently it was just a huge hole. You know, <laughs> it, it it doesn't end, or there's that invisible wall. Sometimes you get it. Just no, you can just keep walking off the edge, and and then there's like this huge amount of space where it looks like you can go over there.
2: But right. he did it in confidence, though. He was very confident. He knew he was. <laughs> he was no. gonna
0: do it. Yeah. Because he knew there was something down there. And yeah. he, was like, and he got I'm it. Not leaving Death. anything behind. I could go up. But first, I gotta check out that. <laughs> <laughs> he he knew he would
2: come back. That's all.
1: That's it. That's a that's a great point though. It's, uh, there was a a part. It was the with water on the bottom of the screen. The things are jumping up out of the water, and there is two blocks. That it looks just like ones that you can jump on, and no such luck. So I feel you, dude. I feel you. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I was just um,
2: agreeing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'd
0: just, <laughs> okay. You'd think the Belmonts would keep a map of that place, considering <laughs> how often they go there.
2: Well, it, yeah. it's in the story, yeah. it's in the lore that it actually changes every time it comes back.
5: So. Yeah. If you play any of the GBA games and not there, it's always different each time, so it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They really drill it in in the GBA one, too, how it changes all the. Game Boy games. Anyway, um the password system. Let's talk about it. No saves in this game, just passwords. How do you guys feel about that? Do you think they should have had a battery built into this? We'll start with you, Alan. I feel like it was
2: just very of its time. I, I was fine with it. Um Mega Man was still using that. Uh, a ton of other games are still using it. Um True. I just kind of feel like that's just how it's always been. Yeah, the games that have the the battery saves and whatnot were the games that also did it on the NES, uh, Zelda, for example. Um, so I just kind of felt like it was just uh, just a product of its time. I didn't really have any issues with it.
1: Yeah, okay, good point, good point. Uh, Richard, how about you?
0: It's fine. The game's not complex enough to require, uh, you know, a password, um, a save state, you know, because what, what do you have? I got my three whip power-ups, and <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm good to go. You know? yeah. Everything <laughs> else you, you grab along the way. Yeah. Um, no, it's yeah, fine. I, I really like that it's kind of simple. You know, it's not mm-hmm. letter, letter, number, letter, letter, number, you know, for yes, 20 different characters.
5: I think I that was the case with um, Caspian 2. Now it's like the very long passwords in it. So they made it more yes. simplified in yes. this one. Yeah.
0: Oh, I hated
1: those <laughs>
3: passwords. <clears throat> well,
0: that's <clears throat> a game that has a little bit more, a little more to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like, with the original Metroid. Forcefully. It has to keep track of where but, you've been, yeah. what upgrades you have and all that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, Darren, did you use any of the passwords this month?
5: Uh, no, I did. I just played through on one sentence so I did. Right on. Like okay. I remember back in the day though when I used it, like I got to maybe like the last level and I oh, had to go somewhere, I had to do something else, and then I used it though. But for the last few times I just, you know, did the just did it in one sitting. Right but on. like yeah, like like I echo the other guy's sentiment. So it's it's not that complex a game and it's not a very long game. Whereas, like, something like Zelda, not that you definitely need the safe um, battery. and yes. um, Stayed in it, or else you're going to, you know, lose all your progress. Like, off topic, I remember actually playing Final Fantasy VII for the first time without a memory card. Oh, no. <laughs> and yeah. I had to, I played through it, and the first I ever got in it was the, outside the the, you know, the Midgar Solemn. Yeah. We had to get oh. the Chocobo for the first time.
1: Uh, Whoa. Whoa. The
5: thing is, yeah, but I had to go. I went through it numerous times and start all over again, like several, several oh. times over. But that was the first I got into it without a memory card. And then I actually re- later realized when I played through the game, it's like, oh, you don't have to fight that boss that time. I had, I didn't realize you actually had the to snake? avoid that. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize you had to use the the chocobo to cross it. And I actually
1: kept fighting it every See, you time. Got
2: that I like, far go- and then died.
5: Yeah, I was oh, like, yeah. My but like no, I hard. hard. Yeah, but, broken, but it's <laughs> played through it eventually, though. With it actually played through the PC version, the original PC version, 98, the iOS version that came out.
1: Nice, nice. I still have a, a notepad from when I was a kid from with my Castlevania 3 uh passwords. Um, but uh, no, I've never had any for these ones, I, except for this month. I, I did take a picture of one, and uh, yeah, I did use it. Just probably just say I did it, I guess. But it was cool.
4: Um, P1, how about you? What do you think of the
1: password system?
4: I came in really set to be angry about them, and everybody here has just convinced me that uh, they make sense. Uh, the game's not complex <laughs> enough to need a save. I'm I'm lazy, so I don't want to have to write things down uh, or take a picture of it with my phone, um, which is also <laughs> partially why I like save states. But uh, yeah, I, I, you know what? I've been swayed. Uh, I'm gonna. We could have just taken that off the off the outline <laughs> <laughs> okay all right i was wondering why i was there
3: but that's cool I yeah. uh, yeah.
4: well i was frustrated um, and then and, like after hearing you guys talk about it you know was like richard's point of the game's not complex and if you got your two whip upgrades what, what what do you need next you know what, what yeah. do i need more than just a password to get me to the stage for and that's i guess maybe i was being unrealistic when i was at, I was at it. <laughs> <laughs> no problem
1: um Okay, so before we move on, were there any other levels or perhaps bosses that we didn't mention that anybody wants to mention? Um, I think, huh? I mean,
2: the horse head enemy. What the fuck was that? Which I mean, one's that. I the, it's it's called Mister Head. And I thought it was oh, one of the weirdest yeah. enemies I've met. Oh, ne- like, they come out of nowhere, you never see the moon, and they just they were very strange. And one of the things that it says in, I think the manual that actually says it, is that they, uh, they ride on the ground or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, exactly yeah. <clears throat> but I just thought that was a very, I, I just kind of felt like an, I'm, I'm not trying to plug myself too much, too much, but I've already said a lot <laughs> of these things in my video, but, um, there was just a lot of, just really generic. They just needed something to fill in the space. We already used ghosts. Uh what can we do? Horse head. <laughs> yeah. like, write that write that down. And then, you know, <laughs> they'd be like, all right, well, we, we're in the ground. Uh what do we need? Uh spiky lizard groundhog thing. Write that down. You know, like <laughs> I kind of felt like that's that's sort of how that meeting went. And um yeah. you know, I and I know I know we talk about like all these bosses are like movie, uh horror film, whatever, but I don't know. I mean in the later Castlevanias, even in the earlier ones, I felt like there was just a little bit more like maybe thought that kind of went into it or well, I yeah.
0: think the horse head made sense because at the time you're passing by a stable.
1: How many uh, horses get decapitated? A lot in Dracula's <laughs> place. <laughs> Why would he have them though? <laughs> I'm gonna cut these. He could also he could
2: order them like he orders his axe armors, right?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, and you're right that this isn't you're right at that point you're not in you're in actually the town then you're not even in yeah this castle which yet. is the so thing i really
0: sense. like about the game is how you don't just start up in the castle you have the whole you know progression i, I, I think I like it, it's like yeah. it's like level six or so when you finally yeah, get it's into it's, the uh, castle it's the
5: first yeah it's the first stage in the castle yeah
0: oh no that's yeah, really great
1: cool. me too me too um yeah i don't think there was any other levels or anything i wanted to mention either oh the treasury was pretty cool i thought
4: uh, kind of caught me off guard uh how about you p1 you're gonna say something i just i'm still laughing about uh the image of a room full of japanese businessmen and one of them are game developers and one of them yelling write that down
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and those spiky hedgehog things they're only there for i think that one level that they are they are and yeah. i just kind
2: of feel like that they were just like all right well we got to put something there and <laughs> that's why they was just so like last minute they're like you, you can do that right you can design that yeah okay good yeah.
1: And those like the green like weed things that come up and they're like shaking around, like, uh, mm. and the ones that fall down on you. Yeah, yeah. those
4: weeds are actually yeah. called Dracula's whips.
2: I oh, believe it's man. called the Devil's lettuce, but yeah, yeah,
4: I made I made that I made that up.
2: <laughs> uh, they I think they're actually That's called that. tangle vines. Oh, interesting. But it's seventy of the night. They recycle a lot of enemies, and the cool thing they that did. I liked about the later Castlevanias is whenever you hit them, they tell you their names, and you can read about them and. That's sort of like my shtick,
1: so like I'm I'm into that. <laughs> yeah, you are fairly knowledgeable on this, which <laughs> is <was just> awesome. <laughs> All right, um, okay, cool. Any anything else gameplay wise before we get into the sound? Mm. I think we pretty much nailed it. Okay, um, we didn't talk about wall meat, but that's okay. It's a staple. Uh, oh, you know what? We do, do want to talk about one thing that uh, P1 didn't even know about. Um, and it's because it's very obtuse and it's the, when you pick up the numeral, numer, uh, Roman numeral two and then
4: Roman yeah. numeral three. Did you guys know this? You can get power-ups for your sub-weapons? <laughs> so you can no. throw more than one of them at a time? Oh, is that um, what that does? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know either! Yeah. Was, everybody was like, Just I, I, three, I, crosses I still don't know what the hearts do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How come the hearts aren't giving me life? <laughs>
2: Every
5: other game in existence they give you life, but in this game, they're just the currency for your <laughs> sub-weapon. Very so interesting yeah.
2: that they, they went with that choice. Oh, yeah. so you have a yeah.
0: finite number of your sub-weapon? Yeah! Yeah! yeah. There you <laughs> go. All right, we're all learning
5: stuff. You learn something new every day.
0: That's right. And every time I wanted to use it, I had it, so I never really thought about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, they
2: were
1: very generous ab- about it. Yeah. And the very. two and the three, I, I'm uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if they have set places or if it's when you get to the point where your sub-weapon would be. If you hit the candle, then is that when you get a two or or and then a three? They're they're in set places usually, if I remember right. Because
2: I remember in the original Castlevania, they were always in the same spot every time. I don't know. if This is a different game, but I kind of feel like since this is a remake of the original, that they would probably keep the same placement or yeah. try to or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I've never had that confirmed, so I'm not sure either. Um, I do remember it was always in the same place in 3, though, so yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so I guess that was the only other thing I wanted to mention. Um, oh, yeah, one more thing. The secret before Dracula's fight. Um, does everybody here know about it, first of all? I should say. Yes, I do. Okay. Not, I just learned about disturbed. it
0: last night.
1: It's like a hidden staircase right below his staircase going up to his room. And you get like full life and a cross and the two and the three. Oh no, I didn't know that. Oh, there you go. So, so if you jump off the side instead of going up the stairs to Dracula, there is a secret there. Um, yeah, I guess that answers so, my question so too. So, does it does it look like you're gonna kill yourself? Yeah, yeah, it's like so there's It's actually. There's a bit of a gap.
5: There's a bit of a gap between like the um, the platform you start on, and then there's like you have to jump on the platform, and then there's like we like a visible stairs. You just yeah. like this bomb thing and then you just wait and then all of a sudden the like, carts come down and you know, small turkey chicken bones, and then like the two and three, like you said.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a leap of faith from uh, Last Crusade. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
4: Pretty uh, much.
0: much. <laughs> you you do have to jump
4: though, because if your brother is a jerk, he might tell you just to walk off the edge. I didn't uh, tell you to walk <laughs> off the edge. You said, you said you said croach walk <laughs> <laughs> under the stairs. No, I said jump to the left then crouch walk crouch walk under the stairs and you'll get a surprise (laughs) is what you told me (laughs) (laughs) you got a surprise do you get um
2: does he still have like super crazy gravity fall like if you just walk off an edge does he just shoot straight to the bottom or is it like okay so they kept that all right
1: (laughs) yeah that's in there Okay, um, Let's get into the sound for the game. Now, uh, uh, like Darren said earlier, Castlevania is known for having an amazing soundtrack. This game is no exception, but I know Alan is a little organ out, so we're going to start with Alan. Alan, what did you think of this? First, let's get into the sound effects as well. You know, combine it all together, I guess. What do you think of the sound effects? What did you think of the soundtrack?
2: I thought everything about the sound design was very poor in this game. And I know probably yeah. everyone's going to like crucify me for that, but it just... There okay. are so many other video games at the same time that had so much more diversity in their soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, like Final Fantasy VI, uh, Terra Enigma, which I know didn't have, I don't think had a North American release, but, uh, or was, whatever. It um, <clears throat> there was there's was that one. I mean, I could, even the Mega Man games had, you know, they still kept the same, like, feel to them uh, while still introducing and incorporating more uh, variety of instrument and just sound. Uh, I think just the lack of diversity and and everything was overly simplified. Uh, In in almost any given stage, there were three things going on. You had a bass line, you had some sort of like very subtle percussion and an organ. And that drove me crazy. And if there was any other, I don't know, I might just be overanalyzing, but uh, (laughs) in any any other situation too, like if there was an extra instrument involved, it would also just be copying whatever the melody is doing. So it, it really just sounded like, you know, somebody just sat down with like a, Casio keyboard and just kind of started playing the music and they're like, yeah, just <laughs> run with that. Um, and as far as like the sound effects and stuff were concerned, I felt like they didn't take into account that you're going to be hearing that whip all the time. So right. I thought that it was very strange that it was the loudest sound effect
3: hmm.
2: besides picking up power ups and stuff. Um, that's something that I I didn't realize that I I I kind of zone out. But with that game, it was just it was so loud I I couldn't really ignore it. Uh, but I played other games recently. Um, that were, you know, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, uh, that I noticed that they have the sound effect that you hear the most often about 50% quieter than the rest of the sound effects or the music. Uh, so it's something that they were definitely aware of at the time, but I think could have been an oversight or maybe they're just really proud of their whip. I don't know. Um, but I just felt like some of their choices that they made were very strange. That being said, and I'm trying to do this really fast because I don't want to take up too much time. I'm very okay. excited about this. <laughs> but, uh, um, <laughs> Uh, that being said, there were some uh, really cool parts that I liked. Uh, you know, the flute solo uh, in the when the water level, I thought was like a huge, just, I was like, whoa, where'd that come from? Left field. <laughs> um, and that was really cool. I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, some of the stages, actually, the da, 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 in the beginning of the castle stages, I thought that was really cool build up. Uh, and that was actually really good use of the organ. Um, one of the ones that I approve of. So VG approved. Um, then. Uh, <laughs> The other sound effects, you know, they kept with. Uh, they upgraded some of the other sounds, like whenever you your hit uh, hit sounds for your knives and and sub weapons. I like the upgrades that they did to that. But just, yeah, that pretty much covers it. I think I got it all out.
1: Okay, no, that's cool. At, uh, good point. I do love the whip sound, um, but if you didn't, oh boy, <laughs> you're gonna hear it a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, good points. Okay, cool. I'm happy we started with you because I knew you weren't a biggest fan. Um so I didn't want to end with it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's completely fair. <laughs> okay, Darren, how about you? What did you think of the sound?
5: Uh basically it's probably like nostalgia goggles though, since I like played this game back in the day, but I really do like the sound. Like there's certain things that just stick in my head, like I love just the sound where, you know, Simon um, Montes goes,
3: ooh, 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 ooh.
1: After. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, that was really good. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah.
5: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the thing as well. Whenever you defeat a boss, and you see the orb, and it's like a heart beating as well. I do like that oh, kind of yeah. like it's like oh, it's like the it's acts like, like the soul or the heart of the actual boss you beat or something as well. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah. but like I said, I, lo- I love the I love the music in this game though. Like I love Bloody Tears. I love Vampire Killer. Like I'm a big fan of the um soundtrack overall. I really like. I don't know what the end the actual themes called but i do really like the end credits theme as well i just really like the way it goes it's like it's kind of it's just says really, you've been on this adventure you show you the screenshots of the, it show you these gate and um, the screenshots of the you know the adventure you've been going through and fighting all the different bosses and i really like that there um but i can see where alan's coming from like this like some of the other games that came around the same time had better sound design like zelda and you know mario world and out there and there is certain you know, like, you are going to hear that whip a lot, though. But I do like the fact that it is different when you just have the normal whip and, like, you have the chain whip. Like, it just didn't have, like, just the same sound effect for, like, you know, for the whip overall, though. But, yeah, I just really do like it. But there are certain ones, certain ones I can see. But, I, yeah, I like the sound overall.
1: I remember there was one level. It had, like, a really creepy tune, and I remember not liking it. But the fact that it was creepy, I guess... It served its purpose. <laughs> is that the sa-
5: stage yet? the one you're down fighting Frankenstein's monster?
1: I think it is that one. Is it, it's
5: the one that starts with doom, doom, doom.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. one. It's yeah. creepy, creepy, chilling. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I mirror most of your thoughts. So, Rambox, how about you?
0: I find it amazing that you guys remember so much detail. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy this sound. I like the music a lot. It really keeps me pumped up. I think it fits the atmosphere. All the levels have a slightly different uh, you know, visual aesthetic and the sound mirrors that so everything has its own you know, Now I'm in this location, now I'm in that location. Uh, I enjoyed it. I think it's good. I it's what I would wanna hear if I were in Dracula's castle fighting <laughs> all the monsters. It 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 suits the purpose, you know. Yeah. It, fair enough. It's fun.
1: Even the uh, the sound of the bats when you kill a bat, the like screech or squeaking sound it makes. Um, oh, and when you hit those mud monsters and like the or the rock monsters, whatever they are, and they break apart, that noise that it makes. There are a lot of cool sound effects about this. That the more I think about it, the more I can. I guess it speaks volumes for it because I can picture them and then think of the sound. Um, okay, P one,
4: your overall sound thoughts. What I like the most about the sound is that they space out the big songs um, like Bloody Tears, Vampire Killer uh, like it, in big moments, you know what I mean? So you've got that song at the beginning, the game starts, you've got a song and it rocks and it, it amps you up and it's yeah. like, alright I want to play this game, I want to get into this and then you hit Dracula's castle, and you're like, "Oh man!" You're like, "Cause at this point, I mean, for me anyway, at this point, the, I've been through a lot. The it's I'm at it's at a, it's been a slog at this point. And then I get to that last stage. Or I think it's the last stage. I'm not, I'm not sure. But that music kicks in, and it's like, okay, all right, I'm here now. I'm ready to go. I got this. Um, and it just sort of picks you back up again, like that. You know, that Belmont spirit inside. He's just, I, I, I like, I like that they space out the good songs. And they're not all jammed in once. Cause with with Mega mm-hmm. Man X they're all songs that are amazing, but I, I, hear my favorite ones in the first stage and then, and then the second stage and then it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to hear them again. Cause I've already beaten those. Um, and now I got to listen to these other songs that aren't as good, except spark mandrel. He's awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play some of that here and then, uh, <laughs> <not> like <laughs> Mandrill but no, I, I do. I like the, I like the music. Um, and I like, I like the quieter ones as much as I like the, the loud rock ones, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that uh, that whip is—you hear that a lot. <laughs> sure yeah, I like uh, go ahead.
5: No, so I, nah, I, I just like the fact I like the aim um, you know, the last two stages as well. You hear like the kind of you know somber versions of Bloody Tears and like no Vampire Kill before you actually hit the stages in themselves. I really like that um thing. So I just want to
1: add it. And I'm wondering, but Alan does—you do have the nostalgia with the other Castlevanias, right? So. I'm trying to figure out: Is it our mm-hmm. nostalgia for this game in particular, or if it's the Castlevania series? But you have that, so it must just be for this game that makes us...
2: Yeah, yeah. It, And I'm, I'm very, I'm, mul- my talents come from all over directions and stuff. Kind of <laughs> like what Player One mentioned, P One mentioned earlier. Like I do a lot of things, uh, yep. and music was one of them uh, for a while. Ah, so I'll pick up on things that oftentimes a lot of people don't really pay attention to. And one of the the things that, and the only reason why I actually even kind of uh, said the things that I said about the the sound uh, music in particular is because Castlevania is known for having such you know grandiose like big music pieces and stuff. And kind of like what he was saying, where they have them spaced out. Um, that that's cool for the game, but at the same time, if you go back to like Castlevania three or Castlevania one, uh, those songs were just that was the norm. Yeah, you Back right. to back to back to back to back to back. Um, whereas this one's just filled with you know, lackluster song, lackluster song, lackluster song, lackluster song. Oh, song! Hey, you remember this one? And then lackluster song. <laughs> yeah, this one too. Um, and and that's sort of uh, why I, I kind of took that approach to it. Is I was expecting the same kind of quality from an NES, mind you, was more complicated to listen to than the Super Nintendo, uh, which I
1: thought was very fascinating. You know what? I, You've convinced me.
2: <laughs> actually, uh, in did, comparison, that is a great page, point. This, and I can actually look this up on while I'm asking. But uh, yeah, is, I the, have it com- up. is the composer the same for the earlier Castlevanias as this one, or did they have a different composer? Do you know?
1: No, I'll look
2: yeah. it up while you're talking. Just yeah, go on. Okay, <laughs> yeah. cool. All
1: right. Um Yeah. Anyway, with that said, that is the sound. <laughs> so now we'll get into. as Was there anything else anybody wanted to mention? A boat sound? Uh, anything? We might have missed, or anything anybody wanted to interject with. Nope. Okay. All right, let's get into graphics then. Um, I know we already talked about favorite stages and stuff, but maybe stage design. We could talk about character design as well and enemy design. Just what you thought about the graphics overall. Did you like Simon Belmont's look? Just out of curiosity.
3: We'll start with you this
4: time, P1. Why does he wear a skirt? I never understood why the Belmonts wear skirts and and leggings. Um, It's a war kilt. He just went to Lululemon and bought his outfit, and now he's going to go fight (laughs) Dracula. I don't understand. I don't understand. Hulu Lemon Uh, does not sell skirts. (laughs) I don't know what they sell. I clearly don't shop a lot. (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) I've owned this shirt for 15 years. (laughs) Um, I I like the design of the enemies. I think they all look good. I like the the backgrounds in that first stage. I think maybe the second stage. You can actually see that skeletal horse, a couple of them in the background grazing, and then you fight one, and I think that is cool. Yeah. Ah, i've never been super in love with the look of the belmonts themselves um but i I don't i don't mind it but i think the enemies are where it really shines and and the the environments yeah okay cool good call good call how about uh, darren how about
1: you
5: yeah i pretty much agree though like it is a very old game at this point though it's like one of the very early snares games though and like a lot of things don't, you know, haven't aged particularly well now, like, you know, Simon model doesn't look particularly great, but I do like the enemy design, so, but, as you say, if you go into, you know, later entries of the series as well, like, they've come more, you know, complex and out there and look pretty cool, but, yeah, like, the, but they do look, you know, there's not a whole lot of colour in this game, it's like, very, sometimes, there's a lot of muddy environments, so it looks very, like, bland sometimes, so, but like I don't go into this game for like the graphics per se I just go for it like the gameplay and the adventure but there is state like I do like the I do like some of the you know effects I do like I do like the stage where you like the mode seven and the rotating sort of platform in the background and like you know the wooden platforms you know and um, falling down I do like the you know the, the the treasure stage stage nine but yeah just not a big fan of the graphics though but um, I do like some of the you know enemy designs and out there as well.
1: It's uh, it's so funny that you you mentioned those ones because I was going to say how I can only remember certain ones and it was the exact same ones. The, <laughs> other, the other ones are kind of similar and maybe a little bland. I guess is a good word. Um, that's a good point. Um, yeah. Okay. How about uh, Richard? How about you?
0: Um. Character models, yeah. Simon doesn't pop too much. The reason he wears a skirt, as you call it, is because it's easier to go commando.
3: Because
0: uh, <laughs> as you're going through that castle, and nature calls regardless of what you're doing. So in the that heat of battle, true. you don't want to soil yourself. You just want to let it go and Damn. be on your oh, way. Especially it. when you're in that spiraling, that spiraling one, because. True. Really, curiosity is going to get the better of you. You want to see what happens when you just let something fly the But uh, the, the
1: uh, Richard might be a Belmont.
0: So, <laughs> I, I think... Uh, yeah, I really like some of them. I think my favorite one that stands out right now is when you first get at the castle. I don't know what they are, like wraiths or zombies or whatever but they they hold their hands up over their head and they have these like long flowing things and they go (laughs) it's real like super cheesy uh yeah old horror stuff i really like them um as far as the levels in terms of detail once you're in the castle i feel like i'm going up the same set of stairs over and over and over again I, i think the design and the layout it just feels so similar um, so in the earlier stages, uh, when you're outside, there's a lot more depth and you get to see the big skull mountain in the background and then the, the skeletal horses. And I think some of those are a bit more fun when you, when you have a little bit more depth to the environment, because for him, for him to go from the outside of the castle, go through all the grounds and the town and then get in there. It, like you get a really good scope of this environment, but once you're in the castle, you can't see it anymore. You're just locked into these, uh, small chambers, but the, the Mode 7 stuff really sticks out. I, I really like the jumping on the chandeliers, you know, as cheesy yeah. as it looks. Oh, and, yeah. And I
5: like, I like that. That's one of my favorite moments in the game.
0: You know, it's it's so simple, but it it reminds me of their what I believe their target audience was when they were creating the games. Like, oh, kids are going to play this. They're going to think, oh, look at this, this giant chandelier. Yeah. It's so much fun. And, <laughs> you know, it works on me. I think it's effective. Sure, it's muddy. Sure, there's room for improvement. But it's definitely effective.
3: Yep. OK.
1: Well said. Alan, how about you? Oh, and did you look up that music? Thing? I did. And
2: I actually found some pretty interesting stuff. Um, the Let's composers uh, are not the same. Uh, actually, Castlevania 1 had, um, what, four? Uh, Castlevania 3 is actually what I looked up. Because that one, I think, has the most uh, like defining soundtrack, I think. So um, has four composers, none of which are the same ones that were used in this game. The ones that are in this game actually did a couple other things. I don't know if you ever played the uh, the shoot 'em up called Axele. Uh that mm-hmm. had a really good soundtrack. Um they both worked on that one. They worked on Super Mario RPG. Um oh, they that's a good also, one. they yeah, and they also worked on a couple uh, Rocket Knight Adventures, which was a pretty fun game. Oh, um, yeah. I love that game. <laughs> so,
3: that's
2: yeah, so they actually went on to did some other thing do, do other things that were to me, it just they sounded way better. I don't know. Maybe they're just having an off time with this game. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't really understand. I just. I that those games have way better soundtracks than, not soundtracks. I guess they their musical composition was better uh, than this one. But anyways, that that's that's neither here nor there. Um, what are we talking about? Graphics. Graphics. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, graphics. Um, so yeah, I kind of agree with a lot of what's already been said. Um, they're they're you know really. Big moment to shine and everything is with their their color palette and the uh, NES games one and three particular um, they both had a Simon that stuck out very you know a lot from the environment uh, the backgrounds were very contrasting and everything they did a really good job knowing what their palette was and what to work with uh, two and four I think are kind of uh, similar in the sense that they're both very drab in a lot of uh, cases there are several stages that I liked that that they did use that contrast but. It was just so seldom that you came across it. I think one of them was like a sunset or something uh, It's one of the later levels as you're going towards the castle, but not quite there yet. Um, it, that they had a very bright orange kind of peek through, and it looked great, uh, but you just never really saw it in contrast. Uh, you do see orange a lot, especially in the beginning, like in the horsehead area. Um, the, I mean, but everything's orange at that point. And Simon's brown and orange and tan, and you know, he so he kind of blends in with all that stuff. So I felt like they they didn't really make the best use of their color palette uh, in the way that previous titles have. Um, maybe too much was, maybe that's what it was. Maybe there's just so much that they were like trying to apply some of the same rules that they used in the earlier games and it didn't translate the way they thought it would. I don't know. I, I could also be wrong because everyone else loves this, so who cares? Um, <laughs> um, sorry, Simon, I, I heard you ask about that. Uh, Simon's design. I thought it was kind of weird because uh, they gave him like this long hair, everything kind of um, he looked like he, he would work for uh, not work, but he'd be like a in a rock band in like an 80s, like glam rocker. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, he yeah. had this thing going on, <laughs> which is cool, though. I mean, that's fine. I'm I'm down with that. I was OK with his design. I just thought his, the color palette choice was a little strange. Um, monsters and things like that. I think I've already kind of talked about it. Very uninspired, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And I've, I've kind of also and we're getting to that point, too. Uh, the location for some of the monsters, like, I still don't know why the mummy was on the clock tower. That really bugged me. I, I, <laughs> what in what movie or anything have you ever was like, All right, clock tower, let's throw a mummy up on that guy? No, uh, no. I thought that was a little strange. Uh, maybe I thought the Medusa would be on the clock tower more like because they fly around and you know, things like that. Uh, speaking of Medusa, it just looked like somebody just looked at a piece of pottery and was just like. All right, that's Medusa. We'll roll with that one. Like, no creative liberties or anything. Uh, again, very uninspired design, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Stages, you know, they're OK. I, I do agree <laughs> with uh, what, I'm, I'm bad with names, but I do agree with what somebody said here earlier uh-huh. uh, about once you get into the castle, everything sort of just becomes the same uh, right. The ballroom, as much as I hated the the enemies you found there, was probably one of the more interesting parts to look at. And I, you know, I like that they actually incorporated that because typically up until that point, I think most Castlevania castles were just castles. There wasn't yeah. like a ballroom, or there wasn't other locations, or a garden, or things like that. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting.
1: Good point. Was there a library level that I'm not remembering? Were you yeah, standing, standing on, on stage books? seven? Okay. Yep. Okay. Thought I remember jumping on some weird. Books, Did you write these
2: stage numbers down? Because you're, dude, you're on point with those.
1: No, yeah. I, I
5: played this game many times. I know the different uh, stages. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: because he's like, no, it's it's this one. I, I got it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: that's, no, it's it's great. It's great. I was just like, man, that's that's he's so fast with it.
1: Yeah, it yeah, is pretty cool actually. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I mean, the graphics work. They get the job done but nothing it you're right it is a little more bland than i would have thought it would be especially in comparison comparison to the others but nothing wrong with any of them i don't think it's just not maybe as standout as it could have been um i can't argue that except for death death looked really good in this oh he did uh, yeah yeah, yeah did. <laughs> i really do Lots okay this. Even Dracula's design, I felt was very uninspired. And he only had the one form. Like, uh, it just didn't feel right, only having the one look. Um, well, like, two, if you count, like, the second
5: part where he, like, he shows it's like two, like, he has, like, the brown hair or whatever, or the orange hair. And yeah. Else, like, that. But, like, yeah, it's like really just the one form, pretty much, compared yeah. to like, the three and Castlevania 3.
1: That's what I'm thinking, yeah. There's no giant monster form.
4: It's not... Uh, it just doesn't feel right. <laughs>
1: um, okay. Do you,
4: do you think this game... I know you're about to go to the, the wrap it up here section, but do you go think that maybe this was... Uh, was this a case of the Super Nintendo came out and it was doing really well and everybody wanted to be on it and Konami was like, we got to get a game on there. Let's do a Castlevania. And maybe they put like their B team on it. Maybe that's why there was... I mean, no. They re... They, no. Okay. All right. I'm wrong. <laughs> this game is good. It's a great
2: game. <laughs> but but the thing is, is there's so many objective points to make where it's not yes. as good as it, you know. It like the points that I'm making isn't because I didn't grow up with it. It's just I'm comparing it to previous titles, and it just seems strange that they didn't like continue the trend. But at the same time, it's a remake. Uh, like I just there's so many like weird inconsistencies that. I kind of agree with him. Uh, with P1, there he said that uh, you know they were just like, "Hey, we need to get a game out." Like I, I don't know, I-, I didn't look it up or anything, but you know, was the development time short on it, or you know, like I don't, uh, there's just something that wasn't
1: quite that didn't quite sit well with me with this one. It's a good question. I mean, it's one of those things where the complaints that we have could have possibly been ironed out with more time, um, but the essential gameplay is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe you're right. Maybe if they did have more time with the art, more time with the uh, sound design. It is a possibility. And they didn't get the same with composers. The I don't know. What? No. Mention, hit, hit,
4: detection hit detection is <laughs> fine.
2: I'm going to send you, uh, when this is all over, I'm going to send you a screenshot of, of what I'm talking about. And I'll Found put it. two little Belmont heads. <laughs> two
1: Simon heads.
5: <laughs>
1: it. Yes,
5: um, I like to say that
1: i think everybody would like to see that we're gonna put that up with the uh, it's gonna be the thumbnail for the show <laughs> <laughs> okay um but what were they gonna say yeah they did get the same composers i think that's weird that the previous three all have the same uh, i didn't look at the other three but they Just, all have the same feel though like they, they yeah. all felt the same yeah it is weird that they would switch um i don't know why
2: Maybe it was just a case of they had all this new stuff, and this was the first. This was their first uh, Super Nintendo game, or not Super True. Nintendo game? It was the first Castlevania to come out on right.
4: that. I, isn't it the only one? No, no Dracula X. X. Oh, Carpet that's played.
2: right. Yeah, Rondo.
4: But how does Dracula X compare? I, I haven't played that. I don't have seven hundred dollars.
2: Worlds better, in my opinion. Oh, you they mean took the sound design. Sound you mean design. Mean oh the, yeah, sound design. Like oh my, like that that guitar opening. Yeah, yeah, like dude, I, that's I, like, like it just pulls you
1: right in. Uh, but but do you like the gameplay more than this one?
2: Uh, I felt like it was more true to its roots.
1: And yeah, it wasn't so to... much to discuss. Yeah, there, there <laughs> really is. Yeah, we could,
2: yeah, some other time, I guess, but. <laughs> that Go through it next, next
1: year. <laughs> yeah, when we do Rondo, you're coming on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Anyway, was there anything else for Castlevania 4 that, in any regards that anybody wanted to mention before we wrap up and get I'm to our final? Yeah. Uh, All we right, well. This. It was very
2: different from all the other ones, so I'm I'm, I'm glad. As much as I complained about it, I'm, I'm glad I played it.
1: jump to our lasting impressions our overall thoughts um would you play this again would you recommend it to somebody who hasn't played it before that kind of thing and maybe uh if you wouldn't recommend it to everybody what would you have to have changed to recommend it to everybody and i'm going to start with you alan what were your overall thoughts i'm happy to hear that you you play you're happy that you played through it are Mm. you going to play through it again maybe sometime in the future um, I might
2: sometime in the future just to revisit it, uh, and see if my opinion of it changed. Cause again, this was my first time playing it. So, uh, maybe over time I'll, I'll look back at it and have the same nostalgia goggles that you guys, uh, probably have. <laughs> I'm not saying you do, but I, I, I really think that this game has a lot of that going on with it, but yeah, we do. Um,
5: yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs> well, I got admit it's just the first step. So you guys are, you guys are great. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I'd probably go back and revisit it. What I it to a friend, um, I, I would recommend it for two reasons, uh, to, to show, for someone who's interested in sound design, uh, I would show it to somebody for that kind of reason, to be like, look, this is, what things do you see compared to, you know, previous titles or other titles in the same generation that this one's lacking? Because, again, there was a severe lack of complexity. If you could, I mean, the 8-bit the eight, the soundtrack was, was like, what, one, two, three, there was only four layers going on, and they had more happening than, you know, violins and, and organs and all these other it just seems really strange to me um so sound design i'd recommend it for for someone who's interested in that for sure uh as just i want to play a game eh, i wouldn't think so i would play something different um i'd recommend a a more casual game someone who's interested in castlevania has never played it sure just to put it on the (laughs) little check box i guess Uh,
1: check it off yeah yeah (laughs) okay cool fair enough, fair enough that's it all right darren your overall thoughts your lasting impressions
5: uh, as i said it's pretty much my favorite castlevania game though like it's the second one i ever played and i've played most of them since then like i never played simply the night when it came out and i know that's a lot of people's favorite castlevania i didn't play it till i came out in the xbox live arcade in 2007 so i didn't so but like i say i always go i haven't played in a long time though and like the, some of the points that the guys um brought up though they kind of like yeah i still love the game it's still my favorite castlevania game but there is certain things about it that don't haven't stood the test of time. Like the graphics, of course, they're not that great compared to, you know, nowadays, like some other games, like Super Mario World. It's like older than this game. That still looks great in certain aspects. True. But this yeah. here, it's very, you know, muddy and not there. Um, I sort of like, recommended someone. Yeah, if the, if you're just basically looking for like an old school Castlevania game, this would probably be the one I'd recommend because um, probably outside of the first one, it's probably the most accessible of those Castlevania games because, like, you know, 2 is very very different the way there's, like, the kind of open world yeah. aspect and very lot of very obtuse things like you have to, you know, crouch down to get this certain item and stuff like that there, um, and 3 is, like if if you just want to be a if you want to torture yourself and um, play it, but, yeah as I said, just I really just love um, Castlevania 4, but probably not as fun as it as I was back then, but I'm um, still enjoy it a lot, though.
1: Right on. Still holds up at, at today. Uh, I, I agree. I agree with that. I agree with both of you, to be honest. Um, it's fun hearing from somebody's first time through, and it's also fun hearing from somebody who's, who's played it all their lives and hearing that they still love it. So anybody can really give it a shot. Um, even though this is Alan's first time playing, and maybe it isn't his favorite one, he got through it. So it's accessible at least. <laughs> All right, uh, Richard. Okay.
0: This is a great game. I really enjoy Super Castlevania four. It's probably in my top ten for the Super Nintendo library. Oh, wow. Uh, I can accept it for what it is. It's not perfect. You could argue that you know the the colors could have been brighter, the level design could have been a little bit better, but it is what it is. You can't change it, so I'm not going to try. Uh, <laughs> I can accept the game. I enjoy it. If, I've, if I'm in the mood to fight vampires and monsters, I'm going to play it. And yeah. uh, as I was playing it, my daughter came in. She was watching over my shoulder, and she was like, "Hey, that looks like fun." So, am I going to tell her? You know, oh, well, technically, you should try this game because it's superior <laughs> in level design, or you know, you should try this game yeah. because the hit detection is better. And like, hey, she wants no. to play the game. She's going to play the game, and that's that's the same for anybody. I would recommend it if somebody's interested and says, "Hey, you know what? Going into a haunted house." Fighting a vampire—that <laughs> sounds like fun. There you go, give it a yeah. shot. Good call, good call.
1: Yeah, good point. How old is uh, your daughter, if you don't mind me asking, Richard? She just turned eight. Eight, good age, good age. I'm just mm. wondering when to introduce my daughter to to Castlevania. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, Sunday. it's odd though. She she saw me playing this, and then later on, she asked me, "Can I play a game?" I'm like, okay, sure. And I figured she was going to say she wanted to play that. She wanted to play Burnout Three. Ah, the hit
1: detection. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about hit detection. Yeah, wow. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Literally. All right, P1. Your last I, So I, I often say that Castlevania is one of my favorite franchises, and I think it's strictly because of Castlevania three and Symphony of the Night. Um, <laughs> so I guess <laughs> those two games are two of my favorite games. Um, okay. I, I did enjoy everything up until the last stage, and I do believe that I was the most frustrated with the last stage. Because it also happened to be... like I was planning on doing a live stream of Mass Effect. I realized my Elgato doesn't work on my PS3, so I was frustrated. And then I went in to try and beat the final stage in Castlevania, Super Castlevania. So that frustration uh, compounded oh, on top of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I do have complaints with it. I do have issues with it. Uh, like Richard said, uh, if you're having fun, though, those complaints don't matter. And like Darren said, yes, there are better options, but this is still his favorite. And, you know, kind of like Ryan Gosling is better looking than me, but Colleen still loves me, I think. Um, so I'm her Super Castlevania. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, my God. So I am glad I played it. Uh, I probably won't rush to play it again. I do want to play Rondo of Blood to compare them, um, just to get an idea. And I am slightly convinced that this was a B-team game. That uh, This came out around this was uh, uh, Legend of the Mystical Ninja and then uh, Gradius. Uh, it was just before it, and uh, Super C or Super Contra came out just after it, and I think that they rushed Castle, Super Castlevania and put the, their better designers on those games. I'm I'm calling it now, but uh, oh no, it's still fun. God. I de- I definitely recommend trying it out. <laughs> it's it's accessible on just uh, on the Wii, the Wii U virtual consoles, uh, on the Super Classic or Super NES Classic, and uh, you can just buy go buy the cart. It's not a, it's not a super expensive game if you have a Super Nintendo. Nope. Yep. Well said. And well as said. long as you can overlook that terrible, terrible hit detection. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> you two go in... whole Belmont heads, man. <laughs> Come
3: on.
4: I just yeah. can't
2: believe it. I can't believe it. All right. It better, it better be two now. When I actually do it, i if it's three, I'll be happy. But if it's one, I won't. It's got to be new... <laughs> two. I want
4: to see at least two Belmont heads. Left. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Um, that is Castlevania. At least that's how we see it. Every month, we also do a uh, three-word review, so people in the community can let us know what they thought of the game in three words or less. So, P1, you got those up?
4: I sure do. So, we are going to start you. with the first one from Musty Hobbit at Musty Hobbit, and it's uh, his three-word review for Super Castlevania: "Is whip it whip? It's good." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, Jeffrey Hilliard at <laughs> Destructo says, "Frustrating." slow sad miles, uh-huh. from <laughs> miles from frustrated or sorry miles from uh flock of nerds wrote uh, so dang hard i always appreciate miles keeping it clean here on the show as i'm dropping F-bombs. That boy miles no limp for him that's right uh ryan gorman at its rocket sauce says his his three-word review you now ryan and i uh, we we give, together, give, give each other the gears a little bit uh, over save states. Ryan is hardcore, not going to use them, doesn't need them. He's going to play the game as they're meant to be played. And I'm all about ease. So his, uh, he, his, he considers save states cheating. So his three-word review is better without cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I love him. And he is better at games than I am. <laughs> this is confirmed. Edit. I'm going to edit that out. Uh, next You're up, not uh, Di- out. <laughs> <laughs> Diego Avila at A Latino Lawyer says, Slay Dracula again.
1: Nice. Sums it up. James pretty good, actually.
4: At RetroPixel, similar to Musties, he says, Whip it good. Nice. Brian Joyner at BJoin1979 says, Whip any direction. Mm, love it. Ray at Raygun2K says, 16 bit Belmont. Yeah. <laughs> right. RetroPixel gave us a second one. Bedroom whipping fun. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> PMike404 at l Mike p the Twitter name I get wrong on every episode of CC Weekly.
3: <laughs>
4: uh, he <laughs> says, he actually gave us two as well, uh, playing Rondo next, and uh, then he wrote Whips and Chains. Whips I'm not supposed to give people two whips. three-word reviews because that's like a six-word review, but it's I think six. we gave Richard a four-word review once. You can give Richard whatever <laughs> you want.
0: I'm actually owed a word. I think I, I always <laughs> promised an extra word three, at some point. Three words for
1: This could be six words if you want. You get three extra.
4: <laughs> uh, Kale, actually, at, yeah, at how11k <laughs> says, conspicuously prodigious installment. Man, I'm bad at pronouncing. <laughs> Chris R, at bassguy654. I'm convinced it's hey, bass, not bass. He says has amazing soundtrack. There mm. are a lot this month. Julia Vega at the Latin Legend, the Latin underscore Legend, says booty popping gameplay. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where <laughs> that came from. For, he's a legend for a reason. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Duke from Retro Nonsense at Duke zero six one nine says basically Belmont's best. Oh, nice alliter- alliteration. Nice. Kevin from the Namecast at Kevin the tune is his best whip physics. Yeah, well said. Mm. Pam at Josila underscore says he's so heavy. <laughs>
1: that's that's. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't mean that. uh, I don't. mean
4: that you're heavy. I mean that that's uh, what you said. Oh, I see. No, that hurts. Oh yeah. No, I'll I said. <laughs> <cry myself laughs> I was confirming. <laughs> <And it> said... <laughs> uh, I'd give you a heart to make you feel better, but they don't. They don't heal you in this game. So... <laughs> <laughs> Derek Moore at I think I broke it. is he related to you, Darren? Nope. that's weird. <laughs> uh, he, he says superior to Symphony. Oh, heavy words. Mama like. Uh, Chris He's R, the great. bass guy gives us gives us another one. He says so many stairs and I buy it. <laughs> and last but not least from Twitter, Marmal at five game suicide says Cooks or Baldwin. I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> I love it though. <laughs> it's it's followed by hashtag just trolling hashtag cc unite, but I don't know. I don't get the reference for Super Castlevania. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. lost. You have to explain it to us, Marmal. <laughs> Marmal will let us know. Uh, that's that's the three word reviews from Twitter. Now we're gonna ask our panel what their three word reviews are, and we're gonna start with Richard because. We do owe him a few for missing uh, three word reviews that he has had in the past. So Richard, Great. what is your three plus word review for Castlevania?
0: and you know, i'm I'm gonna keep those extra three in the bank because <laughs> I do have uh, one prepared. and it all comes from the fact that you know, I really it, even though I said at the beginning that uh, i I my opinion of the game changed. I think in my memory it was perfect, you know. <laughs> Every the image of I had it was so much fun. It was great. It was one of the best games I had played on the system. I still enjoy it, but certainly I can see you know the cracks in the finish there. At now you know. So so to give my review, I'm going to quote uh, a great American, Archie Bunker. <laughs> <Nice>. uh, <laughs>
4: he this, gave a toast. One is a family show. <laughs> 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 well,
0: his his toast was here's to yesterday.
4: Oh, I
1: love it! That, that could be uh, a good one for a few. I like it.
4: Oh, that's, I'm, still I'm done so, now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to Mark guiding everything that I just wait for him to tell the next person to go. So we're gonna go <laughs> over. We're gonna go over to Darren for his three-word review.
5: Nice as the board won best Castlevania game. That's that's all I have to say. No,
4: that's a good review. I like that. <laughs> solid, solid. Heavy words once again. I like it. Alan, can I have your three-word review for Super Castlevania 4? It was okay. Yeah, right <laughs> Nice. It was okay. We'll take it. We'll take it. It's three words. Yep. And P2, what is your three-word review? Far from limp. Ah. Uh, I, like I like that. And uh, my own three-word review for Super Castlevania is terrible...
3: Hit detection. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Two whole
4: Belmont heads. I will believe it when I see it.
0: I'm with you, Mark. I'll I'll give you some uh, cheap jump depths, but I never felt like I I died. Yeah.
3: Thank um, you, Richard. I died
2: multiple times whenever I first started realizing that he was hitting me when there were, again, two heads in between us. Mm -hmm. That's a big distance. Your head's like a foot long. So could you imagine that in real life? If this was 3D space, it'd be like getting you from like this... Well, you guys can't see, but I mean, like this distance, that's
3: ridiculous. All right. If you are still listening, thank
4: you. thank you very much for sticking with us for our uh, review on Super Castlevania. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I really enjoyed talking to these guys. If you are here on the panel, I want to thank you three as well for joining us. This was a good time. I'm really glad that uh, we were able to get together to do this. I'm... Also, going to give each one of you a chance to uh, to plug yourselves one last time on the show. So, Richard, where can our listeners find you? I'm on Twitter at the Ramvox. Uh, you can also check out
0: the podcast Retro Fandango at Podbean and perhaps someday I'll upload it to the, the site as I keep promising to do. <laughs> uh, page, and you can find that on Twitter also at <laughs> retro underscore Fandango. <laughs> Just re- look up retro Fandango. You'll find me there.
4: You'll find them. They are, they are available everywhere. You listen to podcasts and Alan. And
2: you can find me on Twitter at VG elucidator. You can also find me on YouTube under the same name. Um, for video game stuff, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's really vague. No, but you know, for you know, information about video games, uh, characters, and things like that that you probably didn't know. It's a nice comparative analysis type of show. So if you like learning new things, come to my come to my little come to my house. You know, my little yeah, very, YouTube house.
3: Very informative. It's, nice,
4: it's a good intelligence show. Makes you think. Mm. Mm-hmm. Actually, he does most of the thinking for you. So you can just enjoy. <laughs> yeah. I think I actually say that in one of the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any. And <laughs> uh, lastly, Darren, where can we find you?
5: You can also find me on Twitter at M 85 Also on YouTube of my now defunct channel, pretty much, since I haven't uploaded a video in months. It's Dow85. If you just want to look at my back catalog of videos there, I might do come back on again, but don't bet on it. Also, you can follow the... Um, um, my podcast at United Kingdom on Twitter, and it's a United Kingdom podcast on um, YouTube. If you want to hear me ramble on for three hours every couple of months.
4: <laughs> Excellent. So please check out all of our panelists. Uh, we're really happy to have them here. We really, uh, really enjoyed them taking the time with to talk to us. And next month, we're gonna have three new panelists. I'm pretty sure. And. Uh, we're going to play a different game. That game is going to be the uh, the Best of the Shepard Trilogy. Oof. The the one and only Mass Effect 2. So really excited about that. Um, I've beaten it three times in the past. So this will be my fourth time playing through. I'm going as a FemShep Ow. renegade. So I'm pretty excited to punch some people in the mouth. Ooh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that's the show, folks. If you are listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play please head over to www.cartridgeclub.org where you can check out this and other great podcasts, videos, and blogs from our community. If you're already a member of the Cartridge Club, you can head to www.patreon.com cartridgeclub where you can donate as much or as little as you like, and every cent donated goes to improving the club. I'm player one. I am player two. CC Unite.